I even like shut my senses off and everything. And I'm like, I'm going to predict when he's going to do it in my, on my side. I hear it. I hear that. I do it like right at the temple as you guys, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know what to tell you. I listen to the audio every single week for how many weeks I've been doing this. Uh, And I, I hear, I hear the voice uh, what's it called? Verbrate? Verbatim. On, like the other verbatim. And I'll be like, all right, so I should say it roughly about here. The and wor- I just the- kind of counted, like, that's probably where it would be. The worst yeah. part about this is that all this banter they cannot hear because we're apparently still muted. Are we? <laughs> what? Oh, man. Oh, my bad. Yeah. There. Oh, that's why you said there's two There's two of you on it because you're talking about the stream. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm. We're getting it figured out. Technology. Everyone in chat can shut the fuck up right now because i know they're talking shit on me they might be they right, might well, be well i'm gonna go put on my onesie now thank oh, no. thank you He's, thank you i can't believe he wasn't ready i mean ev- fucking, i mean eventually this new guy what a- <laughs> apparently I'm, I'm getting a glaceon uh onesie for one of someone who's gifting it to me so i'm like oh yeah okay so like I'm definitely putting that on. Speaking of gifting, you uh better make sure that they actually know your address or not that you gave it to them because. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured out who gave it to me. I'm not gonna out the person, but uh, mm. it's it's okay. In their case, mm. it's okay. If it was anybody else, I'd be like, "Yo, fucking how? Fucking what the fuck? How'd you fucking do that? What do you got? What do you got on me? Yeah, like." <laughs> Right. Oh, I didn't know. Yours has little. Uh, yours has little gloves that make it look like you have. Yeah. Hands. Yeah. So if like oh, the, this, yeah. this is the thing that I was trying to say on my stream or whatever, uh, they're a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little tight. I mean, so right. the only really. So on mine, I got a Sonic face on my head, <laughs> and then I also have. A, I don't know if I can get it in the shot. Hold on. And I got you got a tail. <laughs> i've got a tail too for people that are on audio what the fuck like inform them what we're talking about so we we were gifted onesies <laughs> or i was gifted a onesie uh eddie who is right now putting on his bear costume uh because he doubles as a stripper it's a bear onesie because <laughs> he can't hear me uh he doubles as a stripper exactly uh, and then Corey was just like, well, I feel left out. And so he bought himself a Sonics onesie. So the first we, thing, the first we are thing, children. Hold on. I got to say this. The first thing, because when I got it Friday, my wife came home and I was wearing it. And the minute she says, she goes, I'm not having sex with you in that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first word. There was no like, what are you wearing? Or what the hell did you buy? Those were the first words that came out of her mouth <laughs> the minute she got out of the car. That's that's fantastic. It's hot. <laughs> that's great. I can't wait to talk about our icebreaker in onesies. Yeah, oh it's uh, probably not the greatest episode for this, but <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. It... Yeah, who? All right, mm-hmm. let's pull this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, newsroom. Man, I'm not going to bring it up. I'm bringing yeah, all this no. shit up. I'm like ridiculously hot now. Uh, well, see where we're at. It's a little bit cooler. I fix the cameras on this one too. Well, the the, the reason being is like uh, we're we're hitting that point over here, Vegas weather, where it's like seventy degrees, which is fresh. It's nice. It's not hot, right? Right. But this room in particular is starting to get warm now. Mm-hmm. So with like the light, the TV, the 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 setup, and everything, I'm like, now the bear onesie. I might just pass out. Just saying. <laughs> 
That yeah, I definitely need to get a refill of my water. Just get a revive, man. Just get a revive? Revive. Revive. That's easy. Revive me! Alright, we're on there. So. I already got my mug of water. Alright, but yeah, is, I is this? To... Hold on, is this Delaney6685? Uh, is, is this Mama? Uh-oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Ooh, that's your name on YouTube, too. Yo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who's mama? I, I, I love when family supports. It's not my mama. So. No. <laughs> Delena. That's at least someone's yes. family Delena. supports. All right. So yes. I wanted to bring this back up because uh, we talked about this last week was the stuff with Dan Avidan from Game Grumps, the uh, grooming yes. allegations and all that stuff. Uh, and then That's we right. had some other stories that we wanted to follow up on during this icebreaker as well. But I brought this up because Dan actually responded to uh, I believe I, the article that I found was from Newsweek. And uh, so they asked him, like, you know, what went down. And ver his quote was, uh, I stand by the fact that any interaction in place of a sexual nature with the person in question were done so when she was 22 years old and we were both consenting adults. To claim I engage in a predatory behavior is simply untrue. I have made mistakes in the past, and I apologize if my actions or words ever made anyone upset, but those mistakes were never ill-intentioned, exploitative, or illegal in any capacity. So and so he released this statement, what was it? It was a couple days after like the initial incident, which was last Sunday. And uh, then not long after that, we found out, not that one, but we found out that all that that story was not true at all mm -hmm. like the the reddit poster that posted it like uh even said like this was not true they deleted their twitter account like all this shit so oh no so shit. the reason i bring this up is because oh i mean we've always talked about like especially like we've seen stuff in smash communities and stuff like that where we're like fuck that person fuck that guy and all that but like what do we say on this side now like for the person that I believe for the person that did the fake allegations, there should be repercussions for them as well. I mean, that that would be like the perfect world, right? So the like some of these bullet points that I brought up, uh, I want to specifically touch on Nairo's potential return. So if you remember back uh, a year ago, and Nairo was really the catalyst for all this shit happening within the Smash community, the, the oops, all pedophiles scenario, yeah. where... Captain Zack accused Nairo of raping him uh, at multiple tournaments and Nairo paying him hush money in order to keep silent about the whole situation. The thing is, is that after a year of litigation, it turns out that Nairo was innocent and the hush money that was paid to Captain Zack was to just make him go away. Just like, please don't say anything because there was a lot of blackmail that was involved. And when everything had come out, you know, everyone, his his fans, the Twitch, his sponsors, his team, everybody dropped him as hard as they could. And there was nowhere for him to go. Absolutely nowhere for him to go. And the only thing that he can do is fight it legally, but he had to keep his mouth shut while he was doing it. Right. Which is so unfortunate because even I jumped on the bandwagon because it's really easy for me to go like, well, if everyone's pointing the finger on it, it has to be true, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing is that it wasn't. It it fucking wasn't because it was. It's one thing where it's just like you're attacking one person. I'm just like, okay, we need to find out what's going on in the investigation. But when the entire community is being accused of creating this culture of grooming and underage 
sexual deviance. Like, I'm just like, yo, throw the entire thing out. And that that's what's really, really unfortunate about the entire situation. Like, I am legitimately sorry about everything that Naira went through. And I I am sorry about what happened to Dan. I, did, I didn't go out there and say, like, oh, Dan's probably grooming these young girls. Right. I still don't like Dan, but that's because I don't like the what, game girls. What, what amazes me is that we saw the story so quickly last week when it was the allegations that came out. And then a couple days later, I had to go digging for updates on what happened. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really sickening, like, how we get our news information that we didn't, like, everyone, like, saw what was the allegations were, but then, like, for the, like, the better outcome that happened, no, no nobody talks about it. Whatsoever. it. No one nobody talks, talks about, about it. Because it. it's not newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody was so quick to jump on the fucking gas this man, green light this man. And when it comes out to be not true, it's like nobody wants to talk about it. I found out through Twitter, through one of my followers, and they were just like, oh, guess nobody wants to talk about how the fact that Dan was fucking innocent. And I'm just like, wait, time out. What? Yeah. When did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> when, when did this fucking happen? I mean, it was, it was like literally the next with. fucking day. The next fucking it day. It was me. I think it was me because like, I think you liked my mm. post. No, 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 no. That was that was that was after. That was after. I had a, another buddy of mine, fucking, um, and he's been in the Discord a few times doing shit. Right. But no, it, it's it's fucking garbage. The entire situation is fucking garbage. So, and the thing is, I mean, unfortunately, nothing's probably going to happen to that person either. No. Well, and no, that's yeah. The the reason why it's it this is not like the Nairo situation is because the person remains anonymous, right? Anybody on Reddit can make a throwaway account and say whatever the fuck they want to. And people take it as gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just, they take it as fa at face value. I'm not saying everybody does, but enough people to start a fucking cancel riot can. And that's what the dangerous thing is. Because had people not turned around and be like, okay, well, let's, let's analyze this shit. Let's actually look at, you know, each of the situations. How old were they? When they fucking started talking, how old were they when they were talking about his awkward sex life bullshit? What about all these other people? Oh, he ghosted a 23-year-old? He ghosted a 30-year-old? Where is that illegal? It's douchebaggy. It's shitty. But where, but... Is that, it, where is that illegal? Oh, it's not. Too bad you got the groupie treatment, girl. Not our problem. It yeah. sucks. It, it, it sucks. Does. It I, does suck. Like... It's not it's not behavior that I condone. But you know what? I'm not fucking Dan. Like <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and you're also not fucking Dan. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. There it is. But it oh, no, it, it just it, it it upsets me and I'm and I don't I don't know if people are going to be like I mean, yeah, I have a biasism here because I like Dan. Like like mm -hmm. I like him as a person. I like him. I liked him in I mean, I like him in Game Grumps, I like Ninja Sex Party, all that stuff. So I'm wondering too, like I kind of like, I didn't jump to defend him right away. Like I was reading about it, but when I read the art, like the initial article, and the person said they didn't conduct in like sexual stuff until the person was 22, and then she started started talking to him when she was 17, but then one month later she turned 18. Like, shit didn't add up for oh, me. What? What? Shit didn't add up. Dang, I missed the math part. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, 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 yeah. This like somebody was huh. breaking it down in another Twitter post. Where they were like going into like the timing of the ages and when the when the text messages were posted and shit like that, and then, oh wow, I got the groupie treatment. Let me be upset on Reddit about it, and I'm just like, yeah, that's garbage. That's shitty. But I mean, like, 
Like, I don't know what to problem, tell you. Yeah, don't worry about it. The problem it. with everything, yeah, the problem with everything, man, is that like people want to see, like you say, like there's people that put these celebrities or whatever you want to call them, YouTube celebrities, actors, whatever, on this pedestal, and they're so quick to try to pedestal. knock them down because they don't. It's what it's what drives them, I guess. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's so it's so weird. Like the, you said, the problem it's like is want to see. People want to see them crumble down, but like you said, nobody's ready to defend them when they're right. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, all of a sudden, just like stays back and it's like, nah, we're good. Because we did our part. I'll tell you what it is, Eddie. Because it, the the fear of their idol having something wrong with them like that, like being a predator or something like that, makes them start to second guess like themselves, and they can't deal with it. That they started liking this person, and then they turned out to be a scumbag, and they can't deal with that personally. So then they just what, like start freaking out and like try to cancel culture all that. What I feel like it cu- gets down to is like especially when you get with these super fans is that being a fan becomes part of their identity. And if the individual is faulty, I guess you can say. Right. Then that means that all their time that they put into engaging in this community and essentially idolizing this person is now a reflection on themselves. Yep. And so how do you let out that frustration? You know, yeah. you go to Rant I mean, Grumps. It's, it, apparently, <laughs> Rant Grumps is a ter- like our Rant Grumps is a terrible fucking place. Is, is that the official or not? That's, that's not the official. Like, no, that's, that's just where people like go rather. to rant about like what happened in Game Grumps and they wish it would be different and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. But it just turns into, from uh, what I've been seeing, a fucking toxic mm. cesspool of people just wanting to cancel the Game Grumps for. The my like someone farted on camera. Fucking cancel them. Like get rid of them. Like it's just so stupid. That sounds like Kiwi Farms. So like not far off of Kiwi Farms. Kiwi Farms is so is more like along the lines of just like anything goes. Rant Grumps is specifically yeah. for for the Grumps, and a lot of the people who are on Rant Grumps are fans of Jontron. So I mean that's where the basis of their frustration originated from. So oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're just I'm looking just, for another. The conspiracy theories behind the game grumps is ridiculous. I went down that rabbit hole. They're one great. Day. They're. I think they're great. People, I believe some of them. I'm just glad that I follow people like the game chasers. And the worst thing I've heard is like, "Oh, Billy smells." And I'm <laughs> Who? Because the game, the game chasers? Cha- no, the game chasers. Like these these two dudes. Like you know uh, the show American Pickers. Yes. Oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I know okay. who you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. for people who don't know, it's these two guys who uh, like to hunt retro video games and just games that they like. Like say like Little Samson or Battletoads Double Dragon, unless you're 8-bit Eric or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they just show like recorded candid footage of them finding old games. And they at one point were approached by Netflix for yep. an actual show, but then they wanted to take away too much control away, and they wanted to jazz it up. And if you've watched any TV show on VH1, for example, or New new Age MTV, if they even exist anymore, you know what the kind of reality show you'd be getting into. Yep. yep. It is what it so. is. But So those were two stories we were talking about that we were like in defense of the the person being, uh, you know, allegations, all that. Uh, this last one, though, was a pretty big shocker. Yeah, so after the whole Smash situation, and this is this is kind of like where I'm going, like the effects of cancel culture within the gaming sphere, I guess you could say. I we heard, I don't know if y'all have heard about, it, I don't know if you're following it, but the news that happened with Zero is this past week, I want to say on like Tuesday, he had attempted to commit suicide, and his ex fiance either 
found him or was one of the first people to notify the public that Zero attempted to commit suicide. Uh, he's currently in stable condition. Uh, however, the he I think he was working with Panda Global or some other um, team, but they were supposed to be working with uh, Zero in therapy. He has had a long line of depression uh, or a few years just dealing with or battling depression. And it was already like not going great for him while he transitioned from the Smash space to YouTube. And he was doing well on YouTube and then everything came down. And I'm, I'm not trying to, to, to. Did he go to Facebook gaming at one point? He did. He did. So he was wow. making YouTube content and then he was streaming on Facebook gaming. And then he was doing fairly well for himself. And then the allegations came out. And I'm not trying to diminish the the level of allegations that were put on him. But they were definitely, like, not the worst out of everybody. But because Zero is supposed to be a pillar of the Smash community, um, everyone, they just threw him right into the fucking pot. They dogpiled him, basically. They, they dogpiled him. Yep. To the point where his team dropped him. Team, I think it was um, Tempo. Team Tempo or, yep. or Tempest or some shit like that. It was Tempo. Uh, Facebook dropped him. To, he wasn't even streaming on Twitch and they fucking banned his ass. And in Zero's situation, Zero didn't finish high school. He was in, he, he found out he was good at Smash. He moved to the United States. From what I understand, he wasn't even fully speaking English when he came over. He went. He moved into the Sky House. He fucking learned English while he was there. He was playing a lot of Smash. He was going to a lot of tournaments. He was winning. He was winning. He was winning. He was winning. And then, like, he finally is building a career for himself within the gaming sphere. And it all came crashing down for some stupid, idiotic, perverted shit that he did as a young adult. He is still an adult. Yep. That he did as an adult. And... He now has nothing. His his fiance left him. He lost all his sponsorship deals. He can't work in the sphere in the gaming space because he's going to be known as a pedophile. Where does he have an out? Can he go home? I don't know if he feels like he can go home. I don't know what his his fucking family life is like. Does he have an out? Probably not. But the the issue is it's just like where where do you draw the line in saying that you know, he could have paid his dues or paid his time, did his time while being left alone, you know? Instead, everybody dogpiling on him, telling him that he's trash, reduces his fucking emotional and mental state. And the only way that he feels like he can get out of this situation is by killing himself, which is what he attempted to do last week. I, I, I don't even know where to go from that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, it's not like a Nairo situation. Because Nairo as well, I believe that he attempted to commit suicide at one point because he, he had said something along the lines or his brother had said something along those lines during his entire legal battle. And at that point, I'm just like, okay, yeah, he doesn't deserve it. But Zero is guilty. Yeah, he's proven. You know guilty. what I mean? He's, he's, he's self-admitted. He's guilty. Okay. But... Does that mean that he should be condemned to death? You know what I mean? No. The no. the answer is no. But this is just this is just everything that's going on. I, and I really what I really want to stress at the end of the day is you got to let the legal system come in and take those steps. Or if there's no legal system that is involved, as you know, a, a man wearing a Snorlax costume explains <laughs> like fucking fucking law t 
to to viewers. You gotta you gotta let the powers that be deal with it. Like, just say, hey, the the teams are going to take care of it. Now, if the teams are turn around, the sponsors turn around and did nothing, then that's a fucking problem. Yeah. But you got you gotta let the powers that be kind of like acknowledge, hey, this is a fucking problem. You can go ahead and you can let your voice be heard. You could you could voice your dissent or your distaste for certain things, but. Even then, I don't even believe half the shit that I just said because if it was me, yeah. if it was me and it was like a proven fucking pedophile, I'm just like, no, you need to fucking go. You need to go and you just don't come back. It's weird because you're like on both sides of it. It's, it, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know where to go with that because I don't think that Zero should die. Honestly, I, yeah. I, like someone needs to go talk to that motherfucker. I would, I want to believe that he is remorseful for the shit that he did 100 fucking percent we do stupid shit when we're younger now i didn't go talking to nobody that was underage that's just me i probably did i did a whole lot of other stupid ass shit <laughs> but <sighs> but still too like if it comes out do you like, see the problem i'm in like this yeah. mental backflip no, that I i'm trying it, not yeah. to go into like it's really yeah. difficult it, it's, it's really difficult because it's just like you you need to go to jail but don't not die, die. <laughs> like not it, di- maybe someone should have called the cops this is the thing we were talking about last time too like when we were saying how um it's an unfortunate situation like these people who especially like you know this is their livelihood lose everything it's unfortunate that we don't have a system where it's like okay man you gotta go and serve your time like you gotta go do what you gotta do because of what you did i hope you learned your lesson and when you come back out we move forward unfortunately we not everybody can see it that way like you're saying right now like you're trying to like like yeah does he need to die no but is he allowed to redeem him at all yeah like like where where is the line where is the cutoff point where you say okay you have been redeemed like to me that comes with like a lot of fucking community service and like yo you're you're a sex offender you can't go near no fucking kids yeah and Uh even then i mean i don't know i don't know Go go work in QA somewhere. Go behind the scenes. Don't we we can't fucking. I'm not trying to say that QA is full of pedophiles. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because I work in QA. So (laughs) (laughs) so thanks for that. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. I you're heated up over this one. Yes, I am heated up over this one. There's a reason why I brought it up in the first. Heated up on both sides. No. Yes. Yes. Hmm. All right, I don't know where to go from here. I was I mean, I could sit yeah. here and talk about the cancel culture shit for like three hours, but I'm not gonna bore everybody with that. So Yeah. But I mean I guess we should tell everyone who the fuck this fourth person is here. Okay. I didn't prepare the, the whole interview thing, but we're gonna fucking wing it. Uh fucking Haru, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh hi everyone. I am uh, named Mr. Haru. I am the dude who helps clean up the audio versions of the podcast. I'm the guy that works uh, with Chris for both of us to do many videos that both Eddie and Corey very much love. It's their favorite things in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. But look, all right, look. I got whenever we, whenever Chris and I get together to do our videos, and I don't even think I've told Chris this. I have a metaphorical gun, all right, and it's loaded, and everyone's getting shot. 
Jesus. So if, there's, if, there, if there is a if there is a gag that can be used, and it's being aimed at their direction, I, I might be off the high of doom right now, which is why I'm probably thinking about guns currently. I cast gun. Yeah. I cast a gun exactly. I mean, uh, I do. Have you guys ever heard that I play Enter the Gungeon? So. What's <laughs> Enter the What's Gungeon? Enter the Gungeon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um. Uh, I'm also an amateur fanfic writer. Uh, love listening to a lot of music. And then this one time when Chris got to t- telling me, like, hey, what do you like? And I said, I like these, these, and these things that my musical categories and things that I'm into expanded by about, I think, 124 musicians and bands. <laughs> yeah. So yep. I have a lot of things to listen to by at least three years from now or something concerning how much I listen to music every day. So there you go. But, there yeah. And avid Pokemon fan. Avid Pokemon And the only fan. dude who doesn't have a onesie, because I'm kind of an outlier here, because Corey and, like, everyone else has a onesie. I don't. No Damn. no one told you. No one told you. We were, we were all supposed to fucking T-pose in our fucking onesies. Damn. We didn't say and that. assert our <laughs> dominance. We didn't say that either. Well, now, That's what we were going to do. Apparently now. I don't know what they do in the Marines, sir, but that in civilian <laughs> life, we don't do that. <laughs> For dominance, even. That's so it. Haru, like, where where would you say is like your your start in the gaming in your gaming space? Like, where where is the be- the the beginnings of your history as a gamer? Like, what it, what are your favorite things? So it all started. My family had a Nintendo, and it was my my aunt, one of my aunts, Nintendo, and I think we just sort of all shared it. Um, I don't know if my mom's still in the chat. She might actually be able to clear up something for me, or if she remembers. I might be able to forget a few things, but she had a Nintendo, and she had Mario and Duck Hunt, and I think Tetris or Dr. Mario. It was one of those two. And at one point, when I was like three years old or two years old, roughly around there, I just saw pretty pictures and stuff and beeps and boops coming from the screen. And I started to get into it, and then I'm getting into like private school, which is where I went to up until like the fifth grade, pre-K, kindergarten, all that, and... Then the Nintendo kind of became my Nintendo. So then my mom got me uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 and Super Mario Brothers 3, which is my favorite one. Thank and you. <laughs> I don't remember really having any other Nintendo games, honestly. I remember renting a lot, though, from Blockbuster, which I think the last one just recently shut down. No, it's still open. Like, not long ago? No. It's still open. It's still open. The last Blockbuster is still, yeah, it's still in one, Bend, yeah. Oregon. Dang. And it's protected by the U.S. government. Is it's it? like a, nat- yeah, no, like a thing of history. Oh, you had me. You had me. <laughs> um, I'm going with but it. No. So, <laughs> uh, that's, so that was kind of like the start, but I didn't actually have my own full system when I was about, I think, seven or eight years old. And then that's when I started. Because I used to subscribe to GamePro magazine, mm-hmm. and I even used to watch the old GamePro TV show. I don't know if anyone here remembers that. So I didn't know that GamePro had a television show until today because I'm working on my fucking... (laughs) Well, no, no, no. (laughs) No, it's because fucking... um, I've been looking for footage for Sega Sammy productions and press conferences because I'm trying to continue working on my Guilty Gear video. And GamePro TV was a fucking thing. And... Uh, mm-hmm. there's there was two separate publications because uh, a lot of the footage that they had shown in the U- U.S. was actually dubbed over because people who were working for GamePro were in Germany, and everything started off in German, and then they dubbed it over into English, 
which is crazy. So like the only got the only part that was I guess was American was the host that yes. they had for the Gear Pro TV show. Yes, I don't that, remember that's the that. Guy I remember. Like if you put a gun to my fucking head, I'm like, I pull it. Pull if, you, if you YouTube like GamePro TV and just look at like the intro, it is the most '90s ass thing you yeah, can possibly put into your eyeballs. Yeah, uh, it I have is. to check that out. Um, but it was that, and then I got a Sega Genesis Plus Sonic One bundle from my mom for my birthday, which was an amazing gift, and I'm still thankful for it. But I don't think I have the box anymore. But I will get eventually one of these days. But then it just kind of snowballed from there. I grew up a Sega kid, and then from there, kind of had like a weird spotty history. I never had a Sega CD, never had the 32X. Uh, I went from Sega Genesis to playing Super Nintendo at a few friends' house who owned one, and then got an N64 at one point, saved up to buy my own original Xbox. Oh, wow. Got a 360 as a gift, and then... Went to what I have currently, which is the PS4, Xbox One. I did have the Wii U, too, at one point. I had a Wii for a very short time. It's fine. Everyone, gets, up, rid of, with a lot everyone of gets rid of their Wii U's. <laughs> and then, yeah. Why? Um, I have no, I, no idea I why. Still love it's it. great I still love it. I still love it. I think for me, it was just a time where back, back then I wasn't doing much to... I guess, like, get more games. So I was like, eh, I don't need it. I can get, turn it in for some credit. Oh, yeah. There and was I, wouldn't, a... I wouldn't go to GameStop, though. I would go to a place here called Video Game Heaven, which is a really good uh, trade-in place. Yeah, I, there was Either a time in my life cool where stuff. I just kind of, like, I was super big into video games, and then, like, teenage years, I kind of dropped off really hard. And then, like, like around, like, towards the end of the GameCube and a lot of the Wii era, uh, there was a lot of GameCube games I didn't play either because I just, like, dropped off of video games. Oh, never had a GameCube. That's one thing, too. That thing, my cousin did though. But yeah, I, luckily I came back to it like in my later teens, like when I was like oh, Dreamcast, and all Dreamcast that stuff too. too. So. Got the Dreamcast at launch. That's what I got. Oh Jesus! I remember that now. I did, wasn't not there for the launch. Yeah. <laughs> I think my mom got that for me at launch, but we didn't go to like a launch party because like I was like fourteen or fifteen, and I was like I had to be at school or some shit. I forget it's a while back. Right. Nice. Uh, but yeah. So where did you, like, get your start as far as knowing, like, hey, I want to start making content? Because I'm, I'm going to jump a little bit. From what I understand, one of your first pieces that you ever did that ever hit, like, mainstream, I guess you could say, uh, technically still indie, uh, was you writing for Megavisions. You, I think you were one of the people who yeah. uh, took on one of the tiers to write for Megavisions and one of their yeah, issues. I like, how did that work out? issue... I guess it's the one right here. I actually have it right here with me. Issue not no, it's not nine or eight. It's one of them. It was I think the first or second one that's physical. I wrote the article for Sonic Three Knuckles because nice. it's my absolute favorite two D Sonic game. Period. Like Sonic Mania is like a smidge underneath it, only because of original levels. Nice. But I still love the game because I recently played it like about like a month and a half ago on my Twitch channel, and I'm just like, yeah. I might be, like, a little bit buzzed, but I can still get all the Chaos Emeralds and just beast this game because I've played it so many times. I love it. But, yeah, it was that, and that kind of came from just, like, in the middle of high school where in between periods, I would, alongside writing notes, I'd just be, like, writing my own thoughts down. Maybe not even drawing, but I'd be writing my own thoughts down, like, that's what I think about this. Was that movie? That was pretty cool. And I'd just write my own, like, freaking like reviews just for nobody but just for fun just to practice my own writing skills in general and it just kind of went from there and then 
at one point, I started making... I mean, I don't know how many people actually went through this phase, but I made AMVs. <laughs> I oh, never yeah. made them, but I watched a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, same here. Well, I, I did both. I did both, and I judged <laughs> them. Where I made a few AMVs when I was part of... <laughs> I just you just unlocked a part of my memory because you're talking about like where my content like my content career I guess started from, and I remember being a part of me and th three other guys because we're all tall and big guys. But back then I was really big, and they named it Fat Man Productions. Nice. And that was just the name of the group, and I was a part of it. And we made some uh, AMVs together. I did one on Initial D, but that was like the bad Initial D dub, so it had the really whack soundtrack <laughs> and all the bad names and everything. And Wait, there video effects like we just learned this in Adobe, whatever version of Photoshop or video maker they had back then, and it was just it was awful. But I was like, I'll make some stuff. And then one thing I still remember to this day is that I was such a straight A student on. It was a kind of electronics class. It wasn't computers, but it was electronics because we also learned how to solder, and make circuit boards there too. Right. That the teacher was like. He saw, I guess, that I was able to dick around with Windows Movie Maker, I guess. And he had me do my own projects in Movie Maker and just get graded for that. Nice. And it was me and one of the guy who would maybe do that. Nice. Um, and then from there, occasionally I would make, like, these end-of-the-year reviews making videos of, like, here's just my thoughts of all these games I played in one giant video. And I used... Back then, the PlayStation app oh. called Share Factory, which, and I, and when Chris introduced me to the program, it's literally just think about Filmora or some program that's like Filmora, but just put it on a controller, and you wouldn't Sounds think that like would work. But it hell. actually, you wouldn't think it would work. But that's how I learned how to at least kind of learn my shit. And then when I started learning Filmora, I'm like, oh, so it's just like this, because I already knew that skill. And then I made like a few things where go through like here's the best, sorry, the worst to the best, and I'd have my own gags and my own things, and some of that humor kind of kind of bleeds into the videos that I make nowadays, which you guys I hopefully see. Yeah, we got a we got another video that's in the uh, the chamber right now. I'm gonna fire it off tomorrow morning. What was what was it that was going over? It was about Soldier Boy's console. Yes. Oh God. His amazing. Yes. Big brain, I'm going to make a new console that plays at half the power of a Super Nintendo. Yes. Original and unique. Original and unique. Original, original very and original unique. and unique. Doesn't mean it's good, though. <clears throat> so, how... I'm assuming that you writing your notes down when you were in school and, you know, doing stuff in Movie Maker, I mean, did that bleed into, like, you starting to write creatively because i know that you've got yeah. a um a fan inspired story that you've yes. been going on for the better part of a year from that i gather yeah actually over a year since january 9th of last year i started it it's which, crazy um so this this is a multi-point story so i apologize if i go on a little bit long uh, long in the tooth uh i originally used to draw a lot i got my skills of drawing a lot from my mom who was very artistically talented she, she loved to sketch. She loved to... I don't know if she loved to color, but she was a big sketcher. I used to do the same thing. Oops, Toonami happened, and I like to get into anime, so that helped inspire <laughs> Everyone that. on and this I, fucking at one podcast. Point, and then at, and then at yeah. one point, I'm like, this cartoon called Dragon Ball Z is kind of neat. 
It's a little bit more mature than other cartoons. He just had his fist punched through him. <laughs> Neat. Let me try to draw that. And I went from that to the advent when the Dreamcast came out. Like, you're in the teen years of, like, I think I was 15 when Dreamcast came out. And the internet starts taking off a little bit, but I'm still on dial-up. I don't think... I don't think anything oh, faster than dial-up was really popular at that point. It was like Roadrunner. I might be maybe. remembering wrong. Well, yeah, dial-up was what fifty-six k. I was on Netscape. Uh, two fifty-six. Netscape so or Net DSL, Zero, right? Net Zero. It was Net Zero, and it was two fifty-six k. Jesus. Okay, so I was on that, which wasn't fantastic, but I was involved in a few like online communities, and then even though I wouldn't get like fantastic grades in English, I still was able to exercise my ability to speak to people better through writing, which is why sometimes if I stumble over my physical speech, I write better. Mm -hmm. um, and then that kind of turned into me meeting a few friends and learning about this thing called Anime Club, meeting a few people, one of them who became one of my best friends, and then him and I just got into role-playing, and then he had such a huge divine love of Dungeons and Dragons, but where his abilities accelerated was that he knew how to describe like the weaponry, the setting, the place, and like these people. This is their occupation. This is their their likes, their dislikes, their uh, pros and cons, whatever. And I was like, "Yo, but what about if this happened?" So I was like the character drama person, mm -hmm. and then eventually. I just would just write and write and write, just role-played for over 14 years, just typing up stories. I never looked at it as two people, like, writing, like, I never looked at it as me behind the computer talking to the person in character or whatever. I looked at it as two dudes who are in director's chairs doing this, like, like we're giving thumbs up or thumbs down to a certain scene, and we're just co-writing the scene together. And then when he eventually passed away a few years ago... I was like, well, okay, so how do I still satiate this wish to be creative? And then at one point, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the Detective Pikachu movie or something before that, but I had a calling to go back into Pokemon. And then eventually from there, I got into Pokemon Sword and Shield and then back into all the core games. And then if we ever talk about weeks, I'll go into that. I started, you know what? I don't know what I want to do yet, but I want to write a story of O.C. and Nessa, but I'm just going to go with it. And then I've been, <laughs> it, from a simple story, kind of just went from eh to like, I'm now like 21 chapters in it. Jesus, That's crazy. Man. Over like 60,000 yeah. words, I believe, right now. Jesus, man, that's crazy. But yeah, so it just kind of went from like, I used to draw a lot to now like, Ugh, this chapter's only 30,000 words. God. Fuck that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, no, no, no. Like, to me, that's nothing. bad. <laughs> Are you talking about your fucking Panzer Paladin review that no, you had to do No, I was talking about Doom my Eternal? research paper I had to do for school last week. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> nah, bro, more power to you. Fucking yeah, case. yeah, nerd. Uh, like a Pokemon fanfic. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what it is. I I have I have difficulty just just writing fifteen page papers going into like my videos and shit like that thirty thousand words that's massive that's, for one chapter the largest one I've done is like, I think thirty six thousand that's incredulous 
Absolutely fucking. <laughs> like, but like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm passionate about it because I have, I have a friend who I met when I used to work at Coles as a, um, what's it called, truck unload. The people who basically get the stuff off the truck mm -hmm. in the back early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met her, and she's an artist. I post her sometimes on the Scrubverse uh, Discord, which you all should check out, by the way. And I basically was like, you know, I need this really cool commission of this art piece of this one idea here. Can you do it? And I'll describe it to her. And she just, she perfectly captures it because she draws such a variety of things. And she herself is invested to it. So I'm like, well, damn, now I should probably put you in the story too just to show some love. <laughs> the self -insert. I have like, I think, four four friends in the story now and they're all like organically put in because I'm like, well, if you're going to do this, I'm like, but how can I put that? And they're like, no, no, no. If you can't put it in, don't bother. I'm like, Okay, but now that you've mentioned it, though, I'm going to stress about it, though. But I, it's I make it work somehow. So I'm still not done now. I'm like 27 chapters, I think, full. Damn. 27 chapters. Like, like you know how you have a docket, you have like a news docket. I yeah. have like a document of like here's everything I'm going to be doing. Oh, so you're like Brendan Sanderson and just like fucking mapping out the entire Cosmere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. So I plan it. Who is? Like, what are your influences, I guess you could say, both whether it is in your creative writing style or rather uh, the stuff that you do, like, video game-wise, humor-wise, whatever whatever your creative outlets are? A few of my inspirations that I initially took, like, when it was on the video editing side, uh, part of them has been from Someone Call Me Johnny. Another one has been early on, I don't know the name of the channel, but they used to go by something called like the best gamers. And they just used to make really stupid videos, just m like kind of like mockumentary style reviews of, of games. Like they had this one review of the last of us, like the original PS3 game. Mm -hmm. And then like two minutes into the review, it just goes into like a VHS tape deterioration where a guy's talking about candy crush. Oof. And it's supposed to be like some meta commentary on like trendy games. And it just cuts back to the review. Like nothing happened okay. of last of us. Mm -hmm. So, some of my humor is kind of borrowed from that. I mentioned earlier, Game Chasers. Kind, I kind of vibe with Game Chasers a whole lot as YouTube creators. But as far as writing goes, I try my best not so much to mimic my friend because he had a very specific style. But I don't really actually have anyone that I specifically try to go after. I just try not to be Rooster Teeth when it comes to Ruby, if I can say that much. If anyone here gets that. I get it. Not so much in the call, but if you're in the chat and you, you get that. I try not to be Team Ruby. I get it. So, really, I mean, that's that's the best that I can go off of. Because, like, most of the time that we do these these interviews, it's, it's Twitch streamers. And I think that, for the most part, you've given us a very good landscape drawing, proverbial, proverbial landscape drawing on what it is that you do, what about you. Because uh, I, I could go into, like, some details and, like, how you you and I and you, me, and Corey got together. Because, like, you were just some random dude in fucking Mega yeah. Visions. And you were, you were yes, like, I was. I actually found out through you guys. I think Corey or someone else posted about, like, hey, Scrub First or something. And I just tried, it, tried you out. I forgot how long, it was, how long I've been checking you guys out. It, it's been about, like, eight, nine months. Like, cause it was, it was right around the time that somebody was talking about like castle super beast. And I know that you do not like castle super beast that much. Like it's, it's unfortunate, like respect to the people who have been able to put out content this long. Pat 
and Wooly. In case anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking specifically about the person Wooly Madden and uh, Pat Stairsat, who mm-hmm. are both. Well, he's called Wooly Versus on Twitch, but that's what their Twitch handles are: Pat Stairsat and Wooly Versus. When it comes to me, when I am driving or I'm out anywhere, I'm commuting. I have a very specific mindset of what I want to listen to, and then at one point, uh, Mega Visions uh, had the link drop of like Scrubverse. So I'm like, oh, another game podcast, kick ass. I'll add that to my Spotify, and then I just appreciated how, like sometimes like you guys do go off topic, but like you never, you don't BS me on what I want to hear. And I feel like you don't just, like, if you have a tangent, you're going to stay on that tangent, and you don't just go like, oh, and by the way, I puked today, or whatever, and have that link to it. But if you're going to talk about it, you're going to talk about it. But, like, and I appreciate that, because, like, I'm not going to be like, I end up not caring about the pre-show when Castle Super Base eventually got really, really long in the tooth. And I don't I don't like being the kind of person who's going to braise up someone else and put someone else down. But that's what led me to you guys. Because I was like, I need something that's more concise. And I like you guys. I like the way you guys carry yourself in your humor. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then because of my stupid? commentary at one point, I had my own... <laughs> so the- I had my own... <laughs> Hold on. I had my own role where I'm like, I'm the fact hold on checker. One second. I'm like, hold yeah, on. that's hold me, on. all right. Hold on one second. Chris, go ahead. <laughs> so getting to that eventually led us to fucking eventually hiring Haru or bringing it on because he was essentially our first hard fan. And it wasn't even like a, like a fan fan because there was, there was times where like people like – Corey was just like, is this guy just talking shit about us? So I'm just like, no, 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 no. Let it happen. Let it happen. Let it happen. What the fuck is this guy doing? (laughs) But we would have topics in, like, in discussion where Haru would be like, no, fuck that. I completely disagree. And then just just write fucking essays. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is good. Let it happen. This is good. (laughs) And then one day I brought up... And then one day I brought up like the ending of the Sonic the Hedgehog um, Saturday morning cartoon, not the adventures one, the the hardcore one where it's like the, the freedom fires and shit like that, the serious one and how they canceled season three. And at the very end, the person that they were going yeah. to reveal was Knuckles. Holy shit. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't know I should have said that, but I apparently shouldn't have said that because Haru fucking roasted me <laughs> fucking roasted me you I thought it was as a you snaggle tooth ass bitch who where do you get no no and then just again was that he writes discord a book server? Was that, that was our no that was yeah, our yeah. discord server he he added me bro he fucking <laughs> added me and the only thing that I could do after that, a lesser man would have banned your ass. I fucking gave him a special fucking like role, which is like resident fact checker of Scrubber. Oh, so I'm like, this is that. I was like, this what? is your job now. Because I asked Chris, I said, what fucking role is that? Like, where did that come from? And why did you give it That's to him? That's great. <laughs> That's great. So. That's no, I'll how. Just, like, it was something minor. I'm like, oh, I should tell him it's Exus Nogus. Like, who cares? No, no, no. no. That's. Like, it wasn't that. just like, you, oh, I should have told him. No, got no, you no, no. Employed. Doing that got <laughs> you employed is basically what it all led down to. That was literally gauntlet thrown, gauntlet taken, and now I'm going to bludgeon you with said gauntlet. That's what that shit was. And so it just. 
it just steamrolled well, that, from there, that got man. us to the attention some... of you, but then I think what really got us was you did uh, some remixes of some songs. Yeah, two mashups. I did yes. one of Doom, uh, Doom, tw- no, Eternal, mm-hmm. and then one of Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I'm like, I stayed up until four in the morning making this. I don't know what I'm doing with this. I just wanted to make it. Here. And I think back then you all had a different, like, user-created content channel. I don't know yeah, if you guys was, still have it. Yeah, it was like... I know what you're talking about, like the Created Works channel or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I listened to that, and I was just like... I messaged Chris. I was like, did you hear this thing? And he was like, which one? I was like, both of them. Like, they're great. And, like, it got down to the towards the... Like, a couple months later, and we were the editor, because, like, our lives were so busy. And they were just like, well, Haru sounds like he knows how to fucking mix audio, at least. So let's, let's talk to yeah. him. So... Like... Where we were at in our lives, and I can just say, especially for me, like I can't imagine editing the podcast today because of all the projects that I'm involved with. I'm in like five different things mm-hmm. at this yeah. moment right now. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that I'm the most busy of everybody because, like, like Eddie, Eddie is like super streamer guy, and then like fucking. Corey is balancing like a career change while also being the production guy and also his own full-time streaming schedule. And like me, like I, I stream on the side, but then I've got YouTube and I've got mega visions. And now I've got this comic shit that I'm working on in the background and I'm running these tournaments and shit like that. And I could not imagine taking another project on and fucking, doing something and like just saying like okay this blocks off my next eight hours you know so i am incredibly grateful for you sticking around and fucking doing this work for us i cannot tell you enough how much i appreciate you i only did one podcast and i never editing another podcast again (laughs) i edited once oh did you yeah it was bad yeah (laughs) yeah that was Uh it was the episode where it was I went to Disney with my family, and then Scotty, Scotty and Corey came on, and that was special. That was a that's special an early episode. episode. Uh, check around Halloween. I think two years ago is when it happened. Like it wasn't last yeah. year. Oh, okay. the year before. Yeah. So, bro, it's hmm. your. I appreciate a person that stands their ground and is not afraid to talk shit when they need to talk shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what fucking got you noticed, and that's eventually what got you hired. Because you essentially took your dick out, slapped it on the floor, and said, look at this piece of meat. <laughs> and imagine so, when we finally start is. getting paid how much we'll be able to pay you. So <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Motherfuckers need to start going to school. Hint, hint. So I... <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I honestly do appreciate you and all the work that you do, and I'm I'm oh, happy that you're here you. with us because I can't fucking do this shit on my own. Uh, Sweet. So, last question, just to round everything up: What have you been up to this week? Okay, so I did mention it uh, earlier when I was talking about, hey, the videos uh, have a gun to aim at everybody when it comes to jokes. But I did actually play and finish Doom Eternal: Ancient Gods. No spoilers. Uh, part two. <laughs> I won't spoil. <laughs> I won't okay. spoil. I'm I'm not even the kind of guy that likes to get spoiled himself too because because I know I stopped watching streams. Corey and Chris, I know Corey and Chris watch Gurren Lagan, right? Corey, I have. Corey watched Gurren Lagan. Okay, Corey. Did. Okay, I was spoiled in episode eight before Fuck I was that. <laughs> I had a guy threw in the towel right then and there. From that <laughs> from that point onward, I don't want to to instill anyone else with that. So what happened is that I went through all the DLC. 
uh, and it is an absolutely fantastic end to everything Ooh, that like okay. from like Doom 2016 until now. I don't know why there's some weird discourse going on about it. Like there's some people that are like really are weird weirdly mad about this release of DLC whether it's like too easy or like they don't like how certain things were done and I'm just kind of wondering like am I high? What's <laughs> going on here? Like I thought it was fine. Like there uh, and admittedly the only part that was like rage inducing where I actually quit the first time on stream but then I actually uh, did beat it eventually like afterwards like not even like an hour later where I wanted to chill was the first DLC has a boss where you have to take out these two floating orbs that has an eyeball that they will fly around. And you have to like take potshot at it, and it has like a bunch of like random not imps, but these zombies who just they're there for yeah, ammu the ammunition fuel, and then a tyrant. I think it's what it is, the tyrant. Not, well, it's the one that's a little bit beefier that like charges you, but it's not like the one yeah, with the gotcha, horns. Gotcha. And you have to deal with two of those cube floating bosses. And all of at the same time, and it was just so hard for me that I died so many times that they just gave me, eventually, the Sentinel armor. I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll take it, and I'll still beat it. And I, and I beat it. And then after that, I did the boss of Part 1. I'm like, this is great. Crap, I have to wait until Part 2 comes out. <laughs> and then I did Part 2, and I reached a level where I felt like there was literally nothing that could stop me because I memorized how to fight absolutely everything in the game. And I only lost two lives out of all the lives I collected on... Because when you start the DLC, you don't have the lives carry over. It's not like a chapter select. Right. It's just, here's the main game, and here's Ancient Gods Part 1 and Part 2. And you just select Part 1 or Part 2. So the lives don't carry over. Um, not even from the original game either. And when I went to that, I'm like, oh, we have a few new kinds of demons or new types of the existing demons... And then there's this one part where they threw two cyber demons at you, a doom hunter, the thing that's that floats yeah, in the main yeah, game, yeah. and then a marauder. I saw the two marauder fight, and I was just like, that's going to suck. And now, dude, like, not, I used to th dread the marauder hunt, uh, the, the marauder fight. I saw what you're talking now, about. Like, I know what you're talking about now that makes the marauder fights a lot easier. And I'm just like, oh, It's okay. only just... It's because you just have to remember, like, you can be far enough, but don't shoot the shield because it'll make the yep. little ghost doggo come out. Mm -hmm. And then just memorize it. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think where, and of course, no spoilers, where the DLC ends, I think this is the only road that it could have gone. And the music was fantastic. They didn't just have Andrew uh, Andrew Schultz, or Andrew Holt, I think is his name. But they had one other guy come in to do the the soundtrack for part two. I don't know if he did part one for the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. But it was just, it's a fantastic package. And, like, if you're ever curious about Doom Eternal, like I say, get it now. Because now you can play the entire experience all in one go. Um, I got the deluxe version, which has, like, the, the year one pass and some... I don't know if it's exclusive stuff by itself. Yeah, I've um, waited on the DLC. Fantastic I haven't game. done DLC 1 or 2 yet, so... Oh, you haven't even no, started I haven't, it? Like, I ha I've only no, beaten it's, Eternal. It's great. I haven't even started the game yet. Well, now it's a perfect time. So Now is a perfect time, because I can it's do a very, everything. Like, Eddie, have you ever played I, Eternal? I went back and... I haven't even played 2016. They're totally different great games, game. but they are both yeah. great, great games. Like, even if Doom Eternal is, like, much, much faster, like, Doom 2016 is no slouch. Like, mm -hmm. I played, I started playing it on PC and getting used to, like, PC controls. I'm like, oh, oh, I feel how it works on here. All right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And that game is not, like, 
neither game... This is probably going to do what I did the first time when I played 2016, where it's just going to spoil FPS games for a while, where I'm like, I don't even want to play anything else that's yeah. slower. I don't just care what genre of FPS. Just mm -hmm. give me Doom. Exactly. I don't care that I got mad at it. Just boot it up again. <laughs> so, out of all the Doom games I have played, I've played and completed the original Doom 3, which was my first one, which Ooh, that was a really Jesus. weird start. Well, it's the first one I owned, actually. Right. I played the first one at an uncle's computer. Okay. And... A little bit the second one, and then 2016 Eternal. But I haven't started or completed two yet. That's the only one I have to play, and then 64. Gotcha. And then I uh, completed all the GP, uh, the Grand Prix, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because I have that game now. It's a good game. Yeah, it is a really good game. It's been a while since I've gotten to it since I think the Wii U. Since not that long after both DLC packs came out, and I forgot that when you're completing uh, the Grand Prix, that like you have your three stars of like. Oh, you got first place every single lap? Yeah. Uh, not every lap, every track. Mm -hmm. And then it just goes, oh, the DLC track's all the way over here. And I thought, like, wait, I thought, yeah. oh, no. They added the two, like, cups over on this side in one mm. random column by itself. But you can't tell that just by looking at it. Right. I think I still like All-Star Transform a little better, if only for the way how they designed maybe so much the tracks. But I love both games. Both games have their place. But, like, I feel like... Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformers is more of just a race car gimmick game, not so much a I mean, it's got, game, because they aren't really cars. It's got Danica Patrick in it. So <laughs> It's got Danica Patrick in it, exactly. It Scotty's nemesis. Um, but now I'm at the part oh, where I'm like, ah. This. Well, I, want, I have a friend named Morg who said you have to grind 5,000 coins for the Golden Glider now. Yep. Which I guess is the last one, which I have like I think I have like only seven hundred. Which that game, uh, the the way that I was able to do it back in the day was just we always had people over playing it, so we were just always mm -hmm. getting mm. coins all the time. So it's like oh, accumulates with how many people are playing. Yeah, yes. I don't know if it does does online. I don't know oh. if you get coins online, but I know when you're no, doing it local. Yeah, the coins that you collect online, if you're the only one that's collecting it, then you get those as well. But if you're playing four player couch co op. Then yes, you are getting. Oh, that's fantastic! Everything. Collective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Nerd said you can get it online. Yeah. yeah well, well, they have it. We'll have to do another community uh, community night of that because I mean, I'm always down to play Mario Kart Eight. That game is fucking phenomenal. I don't. I don't want to miss mm -hmm. out on another one where y'all do like what 48 tracks. I mean, I that's what we're always that. gonna do. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, in order. Awesome. And there'll always be someone that's trying to get a dupe or get Baby Park. <laughs> Or baby park, yeah. <laughs> so uh, two other things happened. Uh, one, I posted on the Scrubverse uh, Discord that I bought uh, Pokemon Ranger. I was trying yes. to get Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Olmia because one of my friends, uh, she might be in the chat right now, uh, her name is Meds, and she got me interested in the Pokemon Ranger side story? Spinoff, that's the word, spinoff. Yeah, spinoff. And through not just herself talking about it, but also um, Jaden Animations, who is a YouTube channel that does like story time animations where she animates a topic or a thing that she wants to talk about. And it looks really interesting because like actual rangers, you don't like attack or anything. You're, you're supposed to conserve what the creature is because you're a ranger. So in Pokemon terms, you don't battle Pokemon, you save them and you bond with them. So it's kind of like part Fuck of that the shit. part of the course that you do. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is that you have like the We're going to make right? our pets fight. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea is like you use the the bottom screen to like draw circles. Right, right. And that's what I'm assuming cuz I haven't started any of them yet. 
and you basically form a bond, and they still do things. Like, you know the mind games? You have your surf, you have your waterfall, you have your fly. You still do things like that in the game. And I bought that on eBay, but then when the box came, I was like... This is not that. <laughs> this this is not Shadows of All, man. This is just the first Pokemon Ranger. And I was like... I mean, I don't mind, but it's not what I bought. And I emailed the guy, he's like, just keep it. And he refunded my Which money. Was, like, that was pretty dope of him. Yeah. That was that was really nice that he did that. So I just told my friend, hey, uh, good news and bad news. Uh, good news is I got Pokemon Ranger. The bad news is it's Pokemon Ranger. <laughs> not Shadows of Almia. So I'm like, I guess I'm getting all three games. There you go. And then I watched the movie Parasite. Oh, did after you? After all this time. Okay. Yes. What'd you think about it? Uh, have you seen it? I've not no, I've not seen it. So I have not. might want to hold so, off on spoilers, but I've heard very good things about it. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about the movie other than the fact that it was really good and then it has to do with like a and apologies if I messes up to anyone that's watching or listening. Um it has to do with like I think I don't even know if it's active still with like like the racism undertones that happened where there is a struggle between I think people who are Korean and people who are Chinese. Okay. Uh, I think those are the territories. If it's not, again, I apologize. We'll go to IMDb but and it's fact just... check you. So... <laughs> no, please do. On this, on this case, please do. Uh, but there's a family who is known, I think it's, I think they're called the Wu family. I might be getting that wrong. And they're basically a family that who have street smarts and almost nothing else. They are very poor. Okay. Uh, when the movie starts out, you see them that they are doing odd jobs, trying to get paid, putting together pizza, pizza boxes. And that's all they're doing. And like... They're meeting this person who's all like, you boxed this wrong because you did it just this weird way. Look at this flap. This is a really bad flap. And you're like, can you just... Fuck off. Look, maybe you can hire us. Like, whatever. And they're really struggling just to get by where, like, they're dealing with, like, plumbing issues. And they're dealing with, like, uh, air filtration with people. Because, like, they're on that kind of road in, I think it's China, where the house or the apartment is underneath the ground. So when you look out the window, you see the, the normal ground where people would be walking. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then one of their friends of the the main, the boy in the family, uh, one of his friends is a tutor. And he's like, look, all right, look, I I just got this job tutoring this girl to teach her how to speak English. Can you just do this for me? Because, like, I need to get out of here. Like, she's nice. They'll pay well. So what they do is that this turns into a story where this person accepts a job to tutor someone's daughter to learn how to how to learn how to speak English. So sometimes English will get dropped right. out of nowhere, even when you're reading the subtitles where the rough subtitles will like match word gotcha, for what they're gotcha, saying. Yeah. And then the idea is that we're gonna be this poor family who's going to swindle this rich family into thinking that we are some high class service to not only teach your daughter English but also do all these other things because not what everyone I knows gonna be about. Yeah, no. I thought it was supposed to be like a horror film. But there, there is parts of that. There's parts of that. So I'm getting to that. So what, and again, I won't spoil. But the idea where it's called Parasite, I think, is because this rich family, they have like a, they have like a, a, a house caretaker uh-huh. who they hire around to help like cook meals, to do the dishes right. and whatever with their, for their son. And then the family's like, oh, what if we try to fake this person having tuberculosis and then we take the position of that caretaker? What the fuck? Huh? This is because they, fi- <laughs> they, find- they find out that she's allergic to peach fuzz. So they tr- they almost killed this bitch by rubbing peach fuzz by walking by and just doing this. Just 
snapping it like while they walk behind. And then she goes, <laughs> and then it just goes from that, and you find her. You oh, need to stop because I need the, to watch the, this movie now. Oh, God. The, the, without spoiling, the rich people have, they don't have slaves, but they have something where you find out, oh, these people are fucked up anyways. Okay, I'm going to cut you off there. We don't need any more synapses of the movie. But that, <laughs> but that is the baseline for what the story is. This so is Wikipedia, Wikipedia describes it as a black comedy thriller. Okay. Ew. Black comedy thriller. I guess. Dark humor. Yeah. But a thriller at the same time. I need to go watch this fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. It's like, yeah. Hell of a week. Okay. Well, there you that's, go. <laughs> that's the baseline. Very well. That's, that was... Yeah. That's well, did week. you like it? See, that's the thing. Like, I know it's a fantastic movie, <laughs> and I think I like it, but I don't know... I don't know if I'd go back and rewatch it. Okay. So that's kind of like me and... You don't uh, regret watching it the one time, but you wouldn't I don't go back it. and watch yes. it again. Yeah, like, I'll tell people, like, yeah, it's a good movie. Watch it. Okay. There you go. Chris, did you watch Parasite? <laughs> I did not watch Parasite. He's about to, though. I need to, though. Uh, no, fucking, uh, we beat Dark Souls 3 completely. Like, it's done. Nice. It's dead. Uh, nice. we're waiting. We're now waiting on the fucking playthrough on stream, which is going to come after Dark Souls 2. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say about Dark Souls 3, except, uh, I didn't know that there was another boss in the Ring City called Dark Eater, Dark Eater Medir. Uh, that is the hardest boss I've ever fucking fought. I cannot fight that boss by myself. It is considered a super boss. And if you that, need people in the fight with you, when you... Is, what? Is that, the one, is that the one where you go down? Like yeah. Like some cave? Okay. Yeah. It's interesting that you bring that up because I've been watching uh, somebody play Dark Souls 3 and he's stuck on that boss. Like, he's been playing for days, and he'll go on for, like, six to eight hours oh, trying to beat that guy, and he can't do it. And he's, like, super pissed off because his sister did it on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> That's like fucking Paige with uh, the, yeah. the child of whatever in Bloodborne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Dark Eater Medir, like, you have to be so patient in that fight if you're going solo because there are only very few cues for you to fight him on your own because he takes half damage if you damage him anywhere other than his face and he doesn't let you attack his face for that long you need to be quick you cannot be all up in in his grill because he will shoot out fire he will shoot out darkness oh, he will swing his shit <laughs> like no Dark Eater Madeer is incredibly is he oppressive. He's a black dragon? Is that what he is? He's a big black dragon. All right? And you actually like encounter him twice in the Ring City because there's one of them where he's blocking this road and you kind of have to knock his ass off in order for you to clear the road off and move cleanly. And then he falls here. And what the, what the lore is is that you stab him in his eye and he wants fucking payback. Okay. And so this fight here, yeah. So this this build that I, that this guy has right here is not far off of what I needed to use. I was in full Havel armor oh, with shit. a curved sword and a hollow slayer sword. Hollow slayer sword does less damage than the curved blade, but I get more hits in. 
doesn't matter because that move right there, if you go underneath him, he just Im- immolates the entire fucking floor. And you're taking fucking 60, like, in some cases, 60% damage, depending on how far away you are. Oh, by the way, it covers hit stun twice. So if you're not far away enough, you're getting hit twice, and you might as well just die. <laughs> you might as well just fucking dying, die. You might as well, may as well just fucking die. <laughs> it is so difficult with this boss. I brought, I had to bring in two other hoes. All right. Two other hoes specked out. It took me it took me less than 20 tries because I'm on new game plus three and the game is significantly easier the more new games that you do. Oh, is it? Really? But yeah. So the way that it works is that damage and HP will scale up. But the thing is, like, you're also leveling up as well. So the first time you play this and get to this to this point in the game, you should be level 100. When I fought this boss, I was level 150. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it was new Damn. game plus. I want to say there was new game plus one. So the next time that I play, it will be new game plus two, which is the last hard version of Dark Souls because you level up at higher scaling than what the enemies do. And by the time you reach new game plus eight, they don't scale anymore. So if you continue uh, to play after okay. new game plus eight, then it's just like, gotcha. fuck you, I'm God. <laughs> fuck you, I'm <Yeah>. God. <laughs> But no, I'm playing on New Game Plus One with two other people, and this boss is still a bitch. So there's that. Number two, I started Bloodborne on my own because I want to do Bloodborne as a New Game Plus when I play it on stream. I'm finally going back to Bloodborne. That game is still hard as shit, but I'm not mad when I die anymore. And that's the important thing, because when I first got into this, Bloodborne was the first Dark Souls, Soulsborne game that I got into. And it's an aggressive game. It is so It aggressive. rewards aggression. Yeah. Yeah, because the way that the combat works is that when you get hit, you're not you have gray life essentially. If you've ever played Street Fighter 5, yeah. you have gray life. So, you get hit, if you hit them back, you get your life bla- you get your life back up to 80%. Which but it's like a small window yeah. that you have to get it done it's, in. It's it's, so, it's not as small as a parry, but it's not as long it's not much longer than a parry. Right. I, I still don't know how to use the blunderbust. Like, oh, I'm just counters? like, sh- for the counters, I'm just like, fuck you. Extra damage. Okay, you're still swinging at me? Fuck it. I don't care. You gotta read, so, you gotta read their motion. Like, every, care, every mm-hmm. enemy has some kind of motion that if you hit them with the blunderbust or any kind of gun that you have, it'll put them into a staggered state, and then you can do a kill. Right. Move. Right. I like bloodbust, so, guys. We're... <laughs> We're in Bloodborne. I've restarted the game. I'm at the Cleric Beast. Um, I'm underleveled because I decided to use all of my souls to buy new equipment because I felt that was more important than leveling up my character. And now I just got to go back and level up my character. It doesn't take it doesn't take much to kill the Cleric Beast. I just get greedy. That's just what it comes down to. This Plus, I also like lost a fucking monster. Her boss is what I'm seeing here. <laughs> oh no, Dark Eater Madeir is a fucking cunt and a half. I hate him. I hate him so much. Someone's saying, "Yo, chop their toes." No, because chopping their toes, the difference is instead of doing 400 points of damage with my swords, I'm doing 180. That's not fucking You got to find the crit spots, the weak spots. Yeah. And apparently, I didn't know this, but if you attack his tail, you attack his tail, you could break off a great sword. Yeah. So I got to go back and fight him new game plus two and fucking figure that shit out. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that's a fight. Uh, started Dark Souls 2. I don't know if I brought up I started Dark Souls 2. I think I started it on Monday. Fuck that game. Yeah! I told you so. Fuck that game. Yeah, okay. that's a bad one, isn't it? So here's the thing. I ain't no bitch. I'm not going to stop playing uh, Dark Souls 2, but I am not happy. All right? Here's my issues. Here's my issues with uh, Dark Souls 2. One, you start off with one Estus. All right? Two, your the speed in which you consume Estus is a level up attribute, which means yeah. that the speed in which you drink your Estus is tied to your agility. That's fucking bullshit. So you want to take forever to drink? <laughs> you got to put points into agility. There's your dex. Another build. thing. Oh, uh, no, it's not even dex. It'd be fine if it was dex cuz at least that's tied to like attack <laughs> or rolling or some it's shit like that. No, different. it is by itself. Drink Estus. Stat block. Are you serious? <laughs> that's the only thing agility's good for? That sounds That's crazy. what it's good for. <laughs> That's what it's good I for. I want to see some Fuck that. tier like high agility build, <laughs> like that just wrecks the game. Don't have to put any stats into anything else. It's like else. the guy just that goes Estus. all luck. He can't fight for shit, but he's so lucky that enemies just kill themselves. So <laughs> yo, fucking dude, that it makes me so fucking mad. But that was like the minor things, okay? And I'm still mad about the Estus thing. You being like an weapon durability stat. loss when you hit a wall? Well, here's the thing. Weapon durability loss has always been a thing, but the weapon durability in this game, everything is so fucking fragile yeah. that you cannot wear Everything's made of uh, less <laughs> less than two weapons on you at any given time. So if I'm playing Dark Souls 1 or Dark Souls 3 for that matter, uh, if I'm playing any of the lower weapons, the lower class weapons, I can be like, okay, if I haven't gone to a bonfire in about 30 minutes, I need to go repair my weapon. And I can go repair my weapon at any fucking yeah. time because there's shops available all the time for you to do that. I was stuck in one area for about 20 minutes and weapon durability does not heal at the bonfire. <laughs> Damn. Give fuck, son. You played so a game. I'm swapping <laughs> weapons as I go. I got this really badass axe and it broke. And now, oh, I take that back. I take that back. It does recover at the bonfire, but they they degrade so quickly that there's nothing I can fucking do you about it. I kept using. It's it's the worst. It's the it sounds like a 3D Panzer Paladin is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Bro, other things. The thing that makes me the most mad, the most mad about this entire thing is that the speed in which you shield up. You raise your shield is so long. Really? It's if not like I you get... can't do this anymore? <laughs> no. No, no, no. So if I get hit by an enemy in Dark Souls 3 and in Dark Souls 1, I know that the first hit I can go into block and then they just do an entire block stun or I have the opportunity to roll away. In Dark Souls 2, my character is just like, boom, what the fuck hit me? Boom, get hit again. <laughs> and. Block stun, hit stun reduces the more hits that you get. So motherfuckers are getting at least two hits on me. And that's like 60% of my life. Yeah. So I, the thing I remember about Dark Souls 2 is me and my buddy got it day like the first week it came out. And back mm -hmm. then, faith builds were broken. They were broken good. 
and we were like build doing faith builds and then like a month later they killed it and i was just like i don't want to play this game anymore <laughs> i would have been like so what can i play then that's not gonna kill me out the gate they were just like no fuck you yeah yeah miyazaki was like no fuck you because the game dark souls 2 was so fucking hard when it came out because like any good is, builds got nerfed dark souls 2 is like it's not necessarily a hard game in the fact that the enemies are difficult. No, it's it's the mechanics the that are now working against you. Yeah. Because comparing Dark Souls one to Dark Souls two, it has become such a slower game. But the same debuffs that you get, the enemy does not get. They're just like, no, you have to build your character in order to get back to as good as you were at base Dark Souls one. I'm just like, that is cancer. <laughs> You are terrible fucking people. That is all of you are terrible fucking people. Yeah, the same fucking team. Oh, was it really? Damn. It's the same fucking team. They didn't put out anything else. What the fuck? What are they gonna do? No, from software is from software. The cunts. (laughs) He says that, but then (laughs) he loves the other three games. (laughs) No, I I love from software. From software is one of my favorite developers of all time. In my opinion, they have never made a bad game, and I'm not. I'm not willing to say that Dark Souls 2 is necessarily a bad game because there's a lot of things about Dark Souls 2 that is just amazing. I think that the starting area that you're in, uh, Majara or whatever the fuck it's called, absolutely fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I think that the setting is gorgeous. The world building is fantastic in Dark Souls 2. But, uh, oh, the combat. What you're telling us is watch a playthrough of this game. It's, yeah, because, like, I didn't really rage too much at Dark Souls 1 because I'm just like, okay, it's it's Dark Souls. The only problem with Dark Souls 1 is there is a point where you kind of feel like you, you realize, oh, this is the part where it got rushed. A little bit? Towards the, yeah, yeah. Cause it was a little be, bit. Yeah, a long fucking game, and then towards the end, they were just like, Once you get to Nito, it's just like Elder God, yeah, Elder boom, God, boom, boom, Elder boom, God, boom. the game is over. Yeah. And it's like, thank God that I had the DLC, but even the DLC was incredibly rushed because all four bosses are near back to back to back to back. I fought the Cerberus, the Sanctuary Cerberus or the Sanctuary Guardian, and then like a hop, a skip, and a jump away, and then I'm immediately fighting, what's his name? Fucking Notorious. Yeah. And I, that was actually the longest distance between me fighting bosses because Manus was, a, was in the cave adjacent to me. I take a shortcut there, and then... <laughs> I just walk around the corner. There's there's four enemies that's keeping me away from Atorius and the Black Dragon. Wow. That's it. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all it is. Everybody was just like, oh, yeah, we, we're neighbors. We live here. And I'm the guy that comes just like, yo, drive by. So <laughs> that's the DLC. Uh, but no, going back to Dark Souls 2, there's one other thing about Dark Souls 2 that pisses me off. And it, I, I lost it. And I want to say that it's combat related. Oh. But I just can't put my finger on it, unfortunately. Just, I'm upset. I you're, am you're, mad. You've been, you're upset this entire podcast. So far, you this is, this is my least favorite podcast in a while. Even the combat isn't fun, huh? No. I, I mean, like, the combat is fine. The combat, the combat is fine. But the problem is, off. is, like... Yeah, everything is all. Oh, that goes into the other thing, and I I didn't get into an argument with Red Jaguar, but like he was saying, it was just like, oh, well, you can't expect to dodge while you have a menu up, and I'm just like, motherfucker, yeah, the fuck I can, because in Dark Souls three and Dark Souls Remastered, you're able to dodge while you have item menus that pop up. So 
you, you, you know the scenario. Yeah. You find an item, surprise, an enemy shows up out of nowhere, and you can still move around. You can dodge out the way. You could be like, oh, no, get back. Dark Souls 2? No, fuck you. Take that hit. <laughs> you shouldn't have fucking touched it. Who told you to touch it? I told Who told you to touch it? It wasn't yours. I told Mind your business. it wasn't a good game. And everyone's like, That's what I Dark Souls 2 it. is. Mind your business, the game. You should have never came here, leave town. Yeah. Leave town. Go find another place to fucking hang out at. Fuck Dark Souls 2. <laughs> I uh, I like to see Chris not like a game. It's rare. It is it's rare. super rare because usually I'm like, I approach games on their own. You merit, like jank, right? I do like jank. I I play a lot of bad games. Yeah. Right. I play a lot of bad games, and the last game to get me heated, and I'm not even as heated game Boy as game? I am now, was fucking Sonic 06. Sonic 06. Oh, yeah, Sonic 06. Harvard was there you for that. Pretty hard on that review for that Game Boy game. Which, Did you get to Boom? Boom? Oh uh, no, I haven't gotten to Boom yet. I haven't gotten to no, Boom. No, I was yet. talking I, about I, that, uh, that game that. Uh, Did you oh, Dragonborn. Yeah, Dragonborn. Yeah, Dragonborn's pretty ass, but I wasn't mad about Dragonborn. I am mad about Dark Souls. I was disappointed with it because, like, I like I like indie games. I like fan games. I think it's a really really cool idea that now we're getting to the point where we can have indie Game Boy games on cartridge. That's, That's what's really cool. cool about Dragonborn, but. The game is just like, yo, linear. Oh, you lost? I'm gonna let you keep and this all is your from items. A guy that loves Zelda games. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like it's like one part Zelda, one part Pokemon. Not, I fuck with both. This is just bad. This is all just really, really bad. So you raged pretty yeah, hard no. in Sonic 06 too, as well. It was it was it was bad. It was bad. The last thing I think it's just more surprising that only you do not like this game or you hate this game. But that it's a Souls game that you hate. I think that's what's more kind of like getting me that. Because you're always talking good about the Souls game. This is the first time I hear you talk about it. So here's here's the thing that um, gets me on it. And the best way that I can put it is like in any game. And it bleeds over into other games as well. Platformers, fighting games, action-adventure. I have always been the type of person that enjoys fast-paced combat. Not like super crazy fast where I can't control my mouse and shit like that. But platformers, I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Fighting games, I like Guilty Gear. I like fast-paced games, you know? And Souls, Dark Souls uh, 1 and 3 are relatively fast-paced games. I feel like if I can see the attack coming, I can dodge out the way. Right. And if I can't dodge, I can guard. And if I get hit the first time, I can guard. And what about two? You know, I can get my hits in. Two is just like no fucking. You should have known better. (laughs) You should have known better. Leave town. You don't belong here. This ain't your hood. That's literally how I feel. (laughs) This isn't my fucking hood. And everyone's coming out to fucking play. So sounds like that's oh, bro. The last little bit, it's not necessarily something that's happened to me because I'm not going to give you updates on the fucking Guilty Gear video. All, all you should see is like expect it within the next week. But the last thing is actually an update that I got from our buddy Connor. And that is the Katana Zero DLC oh, update yeah, that we yeah. got. Uh, and I'm going to, I don't know if you have it up right now, but I'm going to send up. you the link. But bro, uh, it's, it's finally coming. This game came out like what, a year or two ago? 
this was something that me and Peanut the Kidnapper was talking about in his stream because he he's all into like fucking uh, games like Katana Zero. And we were just like, yo, where's the DLC? And I'm just like, all I know is that it's coming. We finally got an update maybe a couple days ago and Ask, uh, Soft has come out and be like, yo, Katana Zero DLC is now six times bigger than originally planned. It's expected to be half the length of the game. And this DLC is supposed to change the base game because they've created new enemies with new mechanics. You get They're going to open up too. new routes. You get new weapons, new routes. It's, it's all we know is that it's it's coming out, it's bigger, and it's on the house. No one knows when it's going to come out because ASCII Soft has to pay the bills and they've been working on a game called Pocket Squirrel. And apparently that's also going good. But they gave us a little hint with stuff that's going on in the government lab, and it looks fucking sick. Like, they got a plasma blaster, they got this gravity-warping robo-arm. Yeah, that, um, so what that gun is doing is it's stopping the gravity of the bullets incoming, and it's matrixing them back at the enemy. Yep. You have Keanu Reeves and a gun, is what you have, sir. Yep. <laughs> And you want to know something? Even though this game is like super actiony and shit like that, I need the story. Yeah, I need the, the story. Like, like most, like, well, because we got cock tees. bro. The story in in Katana well, I mean, Zero has, is so who, who fucking good. It, right? Who hasn't played it? Who doesn't want to get spoiled? Type of shit, right? Or I mean, we're not gonna. I don't want to go into. We're not gonna go into spoilers. Look, if you wanna if you wanna go look for our thoughts on Katana Zero, we talked about it last year, I believe, like early last yeah. year. I want to say that it's before episode fifty. It was before Haru started editing for us, and just go back and fucking or wait around to a little bit longer, and you'll be able to watch our video that will eventually come out. <laughs> yes, yes. After the Guilty Gear thing is done, we're doing Katana Zero. Nice. And I can't. This game's only like fifteen bucks, isn't it? Fifteen game. or twenty bucks? If that, if it, that, and it goes on sale frequently too. Because I remember I ended up getting it for like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when it was like on sale. Yeah, soundtrack whole, is super fucking good. This whole thing with uh, the DLC being so big that it spawned into its own thing, like, kind of reminds me of, and I'm still waiting for it. This Hollow Knight Silk song. Oh yeah, which that was. That's to now DLC like a a whole game. new game. And they were like, you know what? Let's just make it into the sequel, and everyone everyone collectively went, what? Sorry, yeah. what? <laughs> and we're still waiting for information. Well, they had it in a, I think in a magazine, but I didn't look into it because I want to go in as blind as possible because Hollow Knight was almost my game of the year like a few years back because I fucking love it. I need to play that. that. Yeah. I own it. I just need to play it. Yeah, no. It's... I nearly perfected that game where I got everything, almost everything done. I'm just like, uh, it's, I'm... I'm too weak. <laughs> I'm not strong enough. I'm not Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Ultra Instinct. Oh, it this game is super fucking good, and y'all need to play Katana Zero. Y'all need it's to on play PC Katana and Switch, Zero. Switch, I believe. Yes, it's on. Uh, yeah, Switch and PC, not PS4. Yeah, I don't. And Mork says Cuphead DLC <laughs> win. Oh, they finished the DLC for Cuphead. They released their last one. They did. The uh, the, they released a new character. It was like the the girl cup. Oh yeah, it was like the teacup. Oh, they actually released it. I think they did. I, like yeah, I don't know. I thought, I thought not... it was delayed. Yeah, no, they released it. Uh, what was it last year? I think it was when I like, it uh, when it transferred over to the Switch. When like, I was finally came out to the Switch, it's like when they announced the DLC with it too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I like. I'm not super high on on Cuphead. It's cool, but I'm garbage at those types of games. So I like Bullet Hell. They're good. They're fun. 
I like Bullet Hells too, but I don't know. Like that one, I wanted to like it as much as everybody else did too. But in the end, I just, I, I have it. I played it. And then I was like, I got to a part where I was just like, well, I, re- cool. I really like the aesthetic. I really like those old cartoons like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, same. If you give me a bullet hell like near or near automata, then I'm all over it. There you go. That's not even a bullet hell, though. He's but saying turn it into one. Yeah, stages. Stages. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's stages okay. in there. Like multiple sure. bosses have, they like. He just wants Ikaruga, but with B instead of the ship. Thank I'm you. bad at Ikaruga. Damn. Ikaruga is is super fucking good, but I'm also terrible. Well, the reason it, I mean, well. Ikaruga is like uh, ill bleed. I've never seen another game like that. I've never seen another shooter try. I mean, at the time when Ikaruga first came out, I never seen anything else like that. I'm not, I'm not sure. There might be other games that have copied that, but I can tell you right now, no one's fucking copied Ill Bleed. Bro, you if... talk about that game a lot. I still haven't played that game or seen Good. you all play it. Yo, fucking wait for this fucking Dreamcast marathon because I'm think pretty I was sure when we play it pretty. I'm late. pretty sure after the. After the the marathon, th- that probably is going to be a Halloween game for one of us, like one hundred percent. Like I haven't gone through everything in uh, in Illbleed yet. I've I beaten it. Uh, I've beaten it all the way once. So. The thing is, the ending of Illbleed has like three different end bosses, and I don't think you have to play through the game all the way. But you definitely, I don't know. I have to look back into it. But they got multiple endings, which is cool. That's neat. So, is that it for your week? That is the only other thing that I'm going to say is that if you're a fan of Ikaruga, y'all need to play out uh, Zero Ranger on Steam. Zero Ranger is a shmup, and it is super fucking good. Zero. So Star Renegades and Zero Ranger is uh, Chris's picks for this week and last week. Yeah, yo, Star Renegades. I, I, I'm th- like foaming at the mouth to get into that shit. Damn. All right. Well, uh, a big game came out this week for me. Uh, I'm going to give everyone my first impressions of Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, I haven't played it as much as I wanted to because I played it for about five hours on Friday. And then yesterday and today we've been busy as shit doing stuff. So I'm going to try and get back into it this week. But uh, so far, I'm really like it's very, very good. A lot of the like I said, I have only done a little bit, but a lot of the stuff they've just the fighting styles of the different weapons like how hunting horn is ridiculous hunting horn is an s tier weapon like it's stupid good like the mobility that it has and then every time you're doing attacks you're buffing your team because every attack is a different note so if you do a combination of attacks and then do your finisher you buff everybody with like depending on what your songs are like mine were attack up defense up and then you got a small heal like, so I'm just swinging around, doing impact damage, knocking the monster out, and then also buffing my team the entire time. Okay, but does the song slap? Uh, it depends on the weapon you get. Different weapons do different types of music. Like, you can't really hear it that much, but you'll hear a little bit. Like, there'll be, like, one of the weapons looks like a guitar. So rock music or, like, metal and stuff like that. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it changes with the different weapons that you get. So if one looks more like a horn, it's going to have, like, a more, like whistle you know you know what a fucking horn sounds like so there you go mm-hmm. but uh that's so i'm really cool. liking it eddie was playing with me for a little bit but then uh he forgot how to sleep so he had to go to sleep so <laughs> yeah i yeah i'll get into that one when we get to me <laughs> uh it's really really good uh i've been seeing so many cool there are streamers that are already at end game stuff the thing what's great is up at the top i mean they've been playing it for like all weekend they're doing like off offline like uh that story mm-hmm. mode and all that 
but it's just up in the top right it, it, essentially you can like create a room and just like always be online which is great which you could do in world too but with this one up in the top right it tells you what quest you need to do for your offline and your online to progress like with your leveling up or like urgent quests you need to do instead of you running to a like a guild maiden or to a see what quest you have it's just always up in the top right so you're like oh that's what i need to go do to progress with this story so uh we fought a couple monsters uh it's i'm loving it like i said i've only gotten about five hours into it but it's very very good uh is it better than world i can't say that yet i haven't played it enough i really like world what one of the things I've noticed about Rise and watching you and Mike Hero play is it is very low damage. In the beginning, it is. Like, it seems it seems to be very low damage. I've been... You should have saw the Magnamalo fights. The Magnamalo okay. fights are the ones, like... We were... Me and Solid Yuna were getting, like, two and three-shotted. Like, yeah. But Magnamalo is, like, the flagship monster as well. Okay. And the armor that you gave you that they gave you in the demo probably wouldn't be the level of armor that you would have in the game when you were fighting Magnamalo. Okay. But uh no, it's great. I'm excited to get more into it. Uh I'm a degenerate hunting horn main. <laughs> like everyone on Twitch has been playing it. <laughs> I saw a thing, you can change like your weapon styles. I saw Pat playing it, and apparently you can turn you can switch a style on for the hunting horn that goes back to the 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 move set that was in world which the move set was fantastic in world but then you have the mobility that rise gives you so you basically get the best of both worlds from both games i don't know i only saw him for a little bit i was incredibly high when i was watching him so <laughs> I, I i gotta get to that point where i can do it myself and confirm or deny what i just said hell yeah Okay. Is the I is the idea that Rise like it's a completely like a new kind of Monster Hunter gameplay for people and it just happens to run on Switch? Is that so what it is? I after like playing it's... it for a little bit, I do see a lot of similarities from uh Rise and uh Generations, which was the game when World came out. There's technically two Monster Switch. Yeah, it's the Switch one. And uh okay. People that are going into this game expecting Monster Hunter World two are not gonna get what they're thinking they're gonna get. This is a, this is an amalgam of Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Generations. I like how you said half the word. What? Amalgam. It's amalgamation. Well, that's the process of the amalgamation process. I play I play okay. Magic the Gathering, okay. and there's a call <laughs> a card. Fuck you is what that card's called. <laughs> <laughs> Or like it's an it's taking it's okay. Good things from both. Cool. Good things from both equal rise. Okay. So right I'm on. excited about it, especially with the new uh, Switch Pro that's uh, being rumored to come out later this year. The Still. graphics are going to look great. If we got a news story that we're going to talk about it, but if the news story that we talk about is true, <clears throat> then Monster Hunter Rise is going to look fantastic on that new Switch model. Hell yeah! So, uh, but surprise, the guy that fucking loves Monster Hunter liked the new Monster Hunter game. So there you go. <laughs> but uh, I got, I just got to play more of it. So the other thing, and I, Eddie, I remember you talking to me about a couple weeks ago. I don't know which podcast it was, but you were telling me something about story of seasons. 
Yes. And I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. I was half listening, and I was just like, what the fuck is Story of Seasons? So I brushed it off, and I apologized, because then Boxer Ninja, I started talking to him, and he said something about Story of Seasons. I was like, ah, oh, shit, I think Eddie has brought that up before. I did not know that Story of Seasons is basically the new Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had. Does it have circle calves? It has. It's not complete circle calves, but it's close enough. They're ovals. They're ovals. Yes. Uh, I didn't know that the original creator of Harvest Moon stopped creating the Harvest Moon games and then went and made Story of Seasons. Oh, it's legit the same guy. Yes, it's the same team. Hence yeah. why Harvest Moon now sucks and Story of Seasons is good. So I mean, okay. for people that don't know, Harvest Moon is basically a chore game. It's you basically. It's like Stardew. I mean, Stardew Valley is like Harvest Moon, is what I'll say. But it's a farming game. It's like a dating simulator too, because you have to like in some of the games you have to. I mean, you get a wife, you have kids, all that stuff. It's it's really fun. The art style is always really good. And Boxer Ninja was telling me about the newest one that came out this week. I can't remember what it was called because what is it? Uh, Story of Seasons. Uh, no, it's, it's Story of Seasons. Friends of Mineral Town was the first one. The second one is called uh, Pioneers of Olive Town, I believe is what it's called. Yes, Pioneers of yeah, Olive Town. Pioneers, yep. I did see, though, but apparently Story of Seasons, the first one was actually on the 3S, and it was just called Story of Seasons. And then the second mm -hmm. one, which is Friends of Mineral Town, is actually a remake of Harvest Moon Mineral Town, or Friends of Mineral Town from 2003, which... Friends of Mineral Town it has to go down is like probably the one Harvest Moon everyone would say like that's the perfect Harvest Moon. It has everything in it. Yeah. It's like it's it's a it's a hybrid of the N64 version and the PS1 version with a bunch of GBA stuff in it. So, it's a really good game. But yeah, didn't even fucking know about it and I did not know that Friends of Mineral Town got a remake. So, uh, I fucking bought that shit and it's being shipped to me currently. So, that's going to be on my nice. stream soon. Nice. Did you get the uh, regular one or the uh, the one with the little buffalo plush? Uh, well, that was the brand new. I didn't get Pioneers of All Town. I got uh, Friends, oh, okay. of Mineral, Friends of Mineral Friends of Mineral Town. Town. Yeah. Gotcha. Although that fucking one with the button looks adorable. Yeah. I always thought that Friends of Mineral Town was a Harvest Moon game. There is one. There's there's a game called Harvest Moon. Friends, Friends of, Mineral of Mineral Town. Town. Yeah. And this one is Story of Seasons. Friends of Mineral Town. Yes. Correct. Because they were like, fuck you, we're going to remake the good one, but we're just going to call it this. <laughs> yeah, some, something something, something happened where, like, is it Natsume still? Uh, is it, uh, well, they're they're the yeah. localization team. Yeah. yeah. Natsume so, doesn't so, make anything. They localize stuff. It's very similar to uh, NIS America. Yeah. So, basically, what ended up happening is, like, at some point, um, Harvest Moon or, like, the whoever owns the Harvest Moon name was like, we're going to do our own thing. And we're going to start bringing out our own Harvest Moon games, like, aside from what you're going to do. So the main guy, the original team, like, took his team and he's like, we're going to go ahead and do our own thing now. And that's why we have Story of Seasons. And all these They must have had the rights, the original rights then when, like, because they basically made, a, remade Friends of Mineral Town under a different name. Mm -hmm. So they must have had the rights to, like, the assets of the, of the original game or something. Something like that, yeah. But the, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people are not aware of that. I, I mean, I came into this whole thing, like, I'm not a Harvest Moon fan, per se. I've always been interested in the games, but I never got around to play them. And so when somebody told me about these Story of Season games, I was just like, well, this kind of sounds like something I would want to get into. Yeah. But I still yet to, like, really, like, dive well, into it. Well, I'll let you know how it is when I get it, because yeah. I'm going to play the shit out of it. 
Uh, I pulled it up Is on it Wikipedia here. It says in 2012, oh, no. Marvelous discontinued licensing the series to Natsume. Natsume took the uh, opportunity to develop their own series of Harvest Moon in North America and Europe, beginning with the release of Harvest Moon The Lost Valley. The resulting spinoff series has caused some degree of confusion among fans. I think I read the wrong thing. I was reading the naming thing, so my bad. But there you go. Okay, well, regardless, I didn't know that Natsume started doing like developing their own games. That That's actually news to me. There you go. You I didn't know that that's new. how that went hmm. down. There you go. I mostly know um, Marvelous from... Yeah, like they're like the European publisher of the Sin and Cogger games, and they also do the Fate Extra games. They did, were they the uh, ones who did the fighting the game State. for fucking uh, PS2? There's another there's another series that they did um, that I talk shit on them for Rune Factory. Oh. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, Rune they, Factory. they do they do they, for the 3DS. They did the Sin and Cogra Burst Two. They did Story of Seasons. Yeah, Medkit says Natsume's been spinning out really shitty versions. Oh, Marvelous did No More Heroes on the Switch. And No More Heroes 2 Oh, they on published the Switch. that? Yeah. God Eater 3. They did Damon X Machina. Yep. They did a bunch of shit. Did I, did but I the thing is, is that No More Heroes No More, he- no More Heroes was developed by Grasshopper Manufacture. Right, this is just Marvelous Europe. Published. Okay. So maybe they did it over in the UK or something like that. You said Grasshopper? Right. Grasshopper, Grasshopper was the original one, yeah. Suda 51. Yeah. That's right. Uh, all right, but yeah, so I'm excited to play that when it comes in. Uh, it surprisingly wasn't easy to find. Like, I couldn't, like, get a used copy or anything from GameStop. I didn't find it on Macari. I didn't find it on Amazon or anything. So I had to pay full price, which was 40 bucks. But I love I loved Friends of Mineral Town, so I'm ex- very excited to see what this one's going to have. They basically, the description of the game said it was just, they took the original game and then just, like, fixed the things that were wrong with it. So they didn't replace any of the stuff that was in the game originally. So they just fixed, like, some functionality of some of the festivals and some of the online stuff. So I'm uh, I'm very excited for that. And then the last thing that I did this week was I got, a, I got some pickups this week. So uh, playing behind me in my N64, I got a copy of Donkey or Diddy Kong Racing. So I'm excited to. Nice. I'll probably be streaming that. Actually, we could probably do that for a Friday night thing because we could do that through the uh, Parsec and we could play some Diddy Kong Racing. I might play it on PC so I can unlock a bunch of stuff so we can play it or just put in a code. So Hell yeah. I got that on Mercari. I didn't. I got it for whatever it's priced at at price charting. So I didn't like pay, overpay for it or I didn't get a really good deal on it either. Right on the the Byleth, the, the Terry, and the Banjo uh, Amiibos came out this week. So I picked up, I was in GameStop picking up Monster Hunter Rise, and uh, I had to get get the banjo, because what's great is, there's not only are they standing on the Amiibo platform, but they also have a Jiggy that he's standing on. So You didn't get Terry? I can't remember if they didn't have Terry, or I was just so focused on this. Terry looks really good, too, so I might go back to GameStop and pick up Terry as well. I don't buy many Amiibos, but I do buy Amiibos of, like, those are special exceptions. Like mm-hmm. the, we never thought they were gonna get in fucking Smash anyway, so yeah. Uh, I've I've got a few amiibos, but most of them have a functionality outside of Smash. Like um, the Zelda ones, you can interact with, you can use them for Breath of the Wild and also other Zelda games. Like that's how you play Dark Souls Twilight Princess with the Ganon. You play oh, on yeah, Hero mode and mode. then use the Ganon amiibo. <laughs> 
the the Ganon amiibo just makes it everything was like quadruple damage yeah. and I'm just like okay yeah fuck it one hit kills let's go this, is, this cool. amiibo is called streamer mode so <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no so I got that uh, and of course I got Monster Hunter Rise I got this fucking onesie so I mean we already talked about that what sucks is we got these onesies when it starts like it was getting warm tonight is a little bit cooler but like I love how we decided to buy these when it started getting hot after oh it's it's hot as fuck down here yeah. right now i got my windows open it's a little cooler right now so it's fine i need water you need water well we're getting there i need water You're just, just baking <laughs> inside that fucking yeah. snorlax uh yeah but no so we got that uh got a fucking i found another copy of anarchy reigns so i got this one on ps3 for three bucks look the digital, like, we're going to talk about this in the news, but if the digital storefront really doesn't go down for PS3, the price of these are going to go up probably to $6. Yeah. So we'll see. $6? It's only a price charting for five. <laughs> okay, there we go. Answers my question. I think this is my third or fourth copy that I have right now. So, And then the last deal that I got was I saw this Asura's Wrath at the, lo- oh, at the dude. GameStop that I went to, and... Uh, I looked it up. I was like, how much is this game? Because they sold it for, to me for 13 bucks. And I looked it up. I was like, oh, loose. This is 25 Yeah. Complete, it's like 50 Damn, you got to steal. Like, it's not it's complete, 50 bucks it, complete? It's like 45 48 But the problem is this one doesn't have the manual. I looked it up, and it is supposed to have a manual. So mm-hmm. I don't have complete. But I got pretty damn close. Maybe I'll find a manual one day, and then I'll have a complete one. Yeah. It's the same thing I'm doing for my third strike. I have the case. Now I just got to get the fucking disc. But, uh, yeah, I've never played it. Obviously, like I said, too, if the PS3 store goes down, I'm going to buy this and buy the DLC so I can get the actual ending of the game. So, yes. Yeah, there's like, yes, otherwise, it's a cop tease. Yeah, there's like two ways do to get that. that true ending where you have to get, I think, like S rank on everything or get the DLC or something. Because Matt and Muscles did a playthrough of that. I'm going to get the DLC. I'll pay my money. Okay. I'll pay money to save time. So <laughs> holy shit, sure, this sure. game is fifty dollars right now. Some people are selling it for seventy. What? Yes. That's crazy. I got it now, motherfuckers. <laughs> Damn. It's gonna go right next to my fucking Godzilla copy. <laughs> oh my Godzilla god. Godzilla PS4. Well, I have it on PS4, and then I have the PS3 Japanese version because the cover is fucking dope, and Scotty got it for me. Mm. So nice. But other than that, uh, pickups. I think that's it for me. I think that's all I did this week. I mean, uh, we did Pokemon. There was no big notable things, though. Like, uh, the chat w- did give me a mulligan. I asked them. So, the funniest thing that happened was I caught a Heracross, and then it died the next battle. <laughs> so- <laughs> oh, no. Like, I got a fucking crit on me from a hoot hoot, and I was just like, all right, whatever. I was like, fuck this. Where can- else can we get a Heracross? And then the chat was like, we'll give you a mulligan this time. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, you can have one. So we've come up with a rule, one mulligan on a Nuzlocke. If something dies and you're like, I want to use it now, you get one mulligan. But that's it. So Did you have to recatch it or did you go to the Pokemon Center? I just I just healed it. Okay. Yeah, we made that decision before I released it. So <laughs> But okay. uh, we're getting insane catches. Like we caught Quagsire has brought us to fucking victory. Like, Quagsire just made mincemeat. Quagsire and Nidorina made mincemeat of Whitney. Like, it's dumb. We caught a Magnemite. I got so fucking lucky to catch a Magnemite. And if it lives, it's going to be a Magnazone and just fucking wreck ass. So, 
Nice. I don't know. Uh, we, we we were pretty devastated by Blue. Uh, I, I put in my title that we wiped it Blue, and I had a bunch of people come in and say, fuck Blue. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that thing. I was just like, man, I'm supposed to wipe on Red, not Blue. Like, <laughs> You but, hate to uh, see it. We're having fun with it. Hopefully, we're playing it at four times speed because fuck playing those games at slow, slow mm-hmm. speed. So, uh, but no, I'd like to get through it because I do want to do Gen 3 since we have that 3DS emulator up and running now. Nice. So, uh, have fun with that. Definitely excited because I forgot that this, the Gen 3 remake is in the 3D models from X and Y. I totally forgot about that because I booted it up to make sure it worked. And I was like, oh, and it, it started showing me new shit right away. I just turned it off. I was like, I need to be completely surprised when I stream. Yeah, there's I a, want everything to be genuine. There's so. a lot of new shit in Omega Ruby. And the funny thing right? is, I don't remember shit for Gen 3. So everything's going to be new to me. The after story after you beat the Elite Four is pretty fucking cool. It's, it's pretty oh, fucking cool. Oh, yeah. And the music, too, with it. I'm yeah. excited for that. The music is fucking dope. So, But other than that, that was it for my week. Hell yeah. Eddie, my, what have you been up to, bro? My week is going to be uh, short. Most of it was uh, revolving around events with you guys. So, um, <laughs> Cox strikes again. Fucking, you know. Yep. So, I only had one stream this week, which was Monday. Everything else was basically out the door because it's just having issues again and whatnot. And even though they guarantee me that it's going to get fixed, we're still dealing with this crap. So, um... Uh, I guess if anything, Friday was like the the day where like everything was just kind of like I knew we picked up Monster Monster Hunter uh, Rise, um, and I have no experience with that. I mentioned it before how like Monster Hunter Rise, the only experience I have with Monster Hunter is um, uh, Metal Gear Peace Walker. That's not a funny joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. I'm just telling you that's the only experience I have. It's the only experience. Like I didn't know what it was. I remember the first time I came across that through a PSP, and I was just like, Why is that a joke? Yeah, because you fight a Rathalos in that. You fight oh, a Rathalos in it. okay. Yeah. What the so fuck? So I was just like, so Metal Gear is a, is a is a is a Monster Hunter game. No, it's an it's an ape escape game and it's a Monster Hunter game. That's what you're That's telling. That's how me. that works. That's how it works. So if I showed up in a movie, this is now a Scrubbers movie. Yeah, is that how that works? Yeah, that's no, how that's it works. Not how that works, and you know that's not how that works. <laughs> you're trying to be a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, so, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, so Friday, Friday, I was really excited to play it, but Friday also became one of those things where, like, I had a, I had a couple of situations that I won't get into detail, um, but I had to really uh, reamp my Discord um, and change a few things around, and that kind of kept me up all night because the guy that was helping me out lives in Korea, so like he was like, I'm like, all right, it's like two, three in the morning for me, it's like six, seven p.m. for him or whatever. And we're just like chatting it up and like <clears throat> making sure that everything gets done. Next thing I know, I get like the second wind of energy. So I'm like Uh-oh. up and like ready to go. Like, all right, like I'm not going to get any sleep. I got the cocaine. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was just like all this whole stuff was just like, like getting that rush. And then like the internet is still tanking. And then I start dealing with that. And it just keeps bringing my high like really down. So by the time that we got to you, the highlight, the highlight of everything of was was that was before I joined your stream, uh, me and a couple of the uh, members from the Scrubverse uh, community created my character beforehand. Oh, God. <laughs> oh I need okay. to know what your reaction was to this, because yeah. like I walked in on chat. And everyone was just like, no, kick Chris out. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is my goddamn server. Yeah. 
the birth, yeah, the birth of uh, a Christian chaos is what we called him. Happen in the what were we? What did Discord. we keep calling him though? We were calling we called Xander. him Xander. That's yeah, what it was. Xander, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was great because originally it was just supposed to be me and Sailor Corellia like uh, making like this goth boy, and then like H two O walks in and he's just like, "What are you guys doing?" And then like Yuna walks in and then like Zombie Hunter walks in and then like Chris walks. I gotta in, start like, putting locks on those channels. <laughs> oh my god, it was so it was so great and it was just so fantastic. So by the time we finally got to it. And we did everything, and like you did your tutorial and all that stuff, and you're like, "All right, I'm ready to go and play." And I was just like, "Turn around, man! I'm Say bonus. hi to your buddy." <laughs> um, he looks like I, any fucking hot topic employee when hot topic first opened. Yep. I said that he was the crow. He was fucking. Uh, yeah, he was Brandon Lee. <laughs> Brandon Lee. I'm just yeah. like, he got shot. He, uh, he, yes, you're playing Chris, a dead man. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, so it was funny because like that was like the best part about the whole like Monster Hunter experience. Um, when we finally got to playing, like I was definitely like tired and sleep deprived, and like I was drinking a couple of beers, and I'm pretty sure I was like babbling some shit because I even remember that I think I was like talking about like some reports, and you're like, "What the hell are you talking about, Eddie?" And I'm just like, "I don't even know at this point." Yeah, yeah I did. I was like, I said, because I was high, and I was like, "What are you talking about, man?" Like, <laughs> yeah, don't talk to so, me like that right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> So the, the funny the, the funny thing about it the funny thing about it was is that like I, I booted up this game and I'm like in awe of it. I'm just like, man, this game looks really great. I'm like I'm liking like the direction and the story and all the flair that it's throwing off. And then we got to the battle system and I was just like, I don't know what's going on anymore. There's a lot. There's yeah. a, uh, since this is technically like this is like your real mo first monster hunter game. It's yeah. a lot to try and jump into. And my biggest suggestion would to be to go into the training area, try every fucking weapon out, and you might get one that clicks, and then you just hone in on it. Yeah. Because I was just like, yeah, like, it, it took, it was, it, it took me a while to, like, really figure out, like, what I was doing. I was ending up using potions when I didn't have to use the potions, and there were, like, so many, like, combinations yeah. that I had to. You carded five button, times in a row. I got carded <laughs> five times in a row. But you know what? It got to a point, and, like, that was the thing. I was like, I don't know if I really want to continue with this game like i want to give it another chance i know that much and right. be like all right like i'm creating a serious character Corey. let me know when you want to play this again and let's give it a decent shot when i'm not fucking all babbling and incoherent because i'm fucking sleep deprived but when we were actually fighting the monsters it just felt like it was taking forever to take them down and I'm like, and that just started burning me out i was just like man like we've been like fighting and fighting and fighting Whoa. So, and I just felt like it wasn't going anywhere. And I'm like, but then again, I don't think I was doing the right thing. It was a combination. So we were playing online in the online hub. That's automatically harder. We were playing. I don't, I can't remember if the game scales for it online. Does. It does. It scale for two and then three and then four. Yes, it does. Because I was, I was wondering if we were just like, sometimes if you get four people in a group, especially in world, if you had four people and then two dropped out, the monster was still set up for four people. So if two of you are trying to take it down, it's going to take forever. But the problem with us was we just had, we didn't upgrade our weapons at all. We gotcha. didn't do anything. So I upgraded my weapons a little bit and then Sailor Corellia and Kenny and their friend jumped in and we were knocking, like we were taking shit down left and right. Got it. So, so the things that I've gathered from Monster Hunter, and this is coming from somebody who is not necessarily a Monster Hunter fan, I appreciate it. I like watching people play it. I'll jump in Corey's stream and I'll watch it because, like, I think it's cool. 
but the thing is, it's like you have to know how to take down the monster. It's it's like hunting in real life. Yeah. What do you do in order to hunt deer? You have to prepare yourself to hunt the deer. You have to go scout out areas that you you'll find deer. In this one, they're they're dangerous games. So what does some players do? They lay out traps. They're just like, okay, the monster is expected to run into this location after he chases it down. Let's create a trap so that we can knock it out and get more damage off of it. You I know, compare it's, it to... You remember when you first played your first Mega Man game and you're like, God damn this game. Like old school Mega Man, not Mega Man mm -hmm. X. You're like, God damn this game is hard as fuck. And then you're like, wait a minute. You start playing it more and more. You start remembering where stuff is. You remember, you like, oh, this boss's weakness, all that. Then Mega Man games get super fucking easy. So, like, that's what I equivalent it to at the base core. Once you start learning, like, oh, we learned how this new, like, how the Magnamalo, like, when it goes to do this animation, you need to do a back roll because he's about to do a hit that's going to hit right in front of him. It's learn. It's literally playing the game over and over again and learning the monsters. It's Dark Souls, but not as hard yeah and basically. there's 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 actually a lot more mechanics in dark in monster hunter than there are in dark souls because okay. dark souls is if you can dodge a fucking dragon claw you can dodge a ball like it's it's literally like get the fuck out the way whereas in fucking monster hunter it's just like you should probably prepare for this fight specifically this fight like there are armor sets for specific yeah. fights in monster hunter world for the hunting horn right away and i was just like i'm building that the in Monster Hunter World, there is a fight, and I don't remember what it is, but it is a magic based fight, and it is a skill check. The Elatrion, yep. Where you have to go in with the right kit so that you don't fucking get one shotted. It's just you have to go in like with the right. Uh, you have to like go in with the right element on your weapon too. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you won't make the DPS check, and then you you auto die. <laughs> so. It's there's a lot to Monster Hunter, and for those reasons, it's like it becomes a grind, and you have to enjoy the grind. There yeah. are some people that really love the yeah. grind. In Monster Hunter's case, I am not that person. That's why it's really hard for me to get into Monster I've Hunter. I've probably put about between PC and uh, console. I've probably put in probably over six hundred hours into World, and I'm God. still like that's not even like you should see the other streamers. The other streamers are in the thousands. Yeah. Of how many hours they played. They played that game so much they had to remake the way. Like, they're like, we're going to play the game without carton once. And I'm just like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Shit. Those people really love Monster Hunter. So. I don't think I've even invested mm. that into Pokemon. Not that many. Like, holy yeah. shit. That's a I, lot of Monster Hunter fans are crazy. The only, the only other game that I can think of even putting in, breaking the four-digit mark, is some sort of fucking fighting game, which I've done that for Guilty Gear, right? Disgaea. <laughs> well, I couldn't Disgaea. fucking do that with Disgaea. I, I had be a friend that put it. in many hours into Disgaea. No. I don't know. Some sort of competitive game. That would be the only way that I would be able to put in, like, fucking quad hours into it. Right. So. I mean, the closest thing, I think, right off the top of my head for me would be Animal Crossing because it's, like, 500 hours that I put into that one. Jesus and Christ. <laughs> and I stopped playing it. Like, I can't do I, 500 of Animal Crossing. Yeah, if I, I think if I would have kept going with that one, then I probably would have hit the quad numbers, and it would have been my first one that I'm just like, it may be GTA 5, because I've owned yeah. it like on three or four different platforms. But, yeah. I feel you. It's, uh, I'm interested in it. I'm not I'm not giving up on it completely. I still want to get more to it, or like do more in it. And um, I think off stream or anything like that, I'm going to try to like 
do the tutorial properly and like actually pay attention to what they're saying because half the time yeah. we were just skipping because we wanted to get we wanted to make sure that we were on time for your stream. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I would no, recommend I, going back. Yeah, I'll go back to it too. I also actually downloaded uh because it's it's free uh, for PlayStation Plus members the uh, Monster Hunter World uh, Iceborne I think is what it is. Yeah, that's the DLC yeah. to the base game. Yeah, so I have I have that entire thing now too available but i don't know if I'm. Gonna ah, you could to... go check that out maybe you like that game more so could be and then yeah other than that i didn't really do anything like, like i said like the internet issues have been like happening i think i'm getting like at the beginning of the uh podcast uh i felt it and i think i'm getting sick which is not okay. no. yeah because it's the it's the first time i've been sick in over a year so i don't know how hard it's gonna hit me i don't know like is it gonna yeah. take me out or whatnot but um, yeah, that was pretty much it. And then I picked up the story of seasons. You got the new uh, one, the pioneers, right? The pioneers of Olive Town with the little buffalo and everything. So I'm showing yeah. it to the listeners. The buffalo right is really small though, too, right? He is a tiny little sucker. Yeah, like I expected it to like when I saw this box, I was just like, oh, like the buffalo's like smushed in there. Well, on and the website, is, it shows the dimensions, and he's, he's little... itty bitty. Yeah, it's itty bitty. Oh, I'm curious cute. on what the buffaloes do in the game. Up until now, it's only been fucking cows that you had. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, know. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, I, I know, and I would have shown off my copy of Hades if I had one. But fucking, as I be- at the beginning of the stream, as I mentioned it to some people, uh, to Haru and Chris, uh, basically Amazon delivered it, and when I went to go take a look at it, it was not out there. So Uh-oh. I think somebody picked it from the porch. If you do it that- quick enough, they'll refund it. Oh no! I already called. I, like literally, like okay. right, right when we were going on, like I called Amazon, and in those fifteen minutes, I was just like, "Hey, I never got my item. It shows that it was delivered." Blah blah yeah. blah. blah. Well, we can we'll send another it. one. That we can refund it, or we can send you another one. And I was like, well, "Go ahead and send me another one. That's fine." But it's not going to be available through Amazon till April twelfth, so I'm not getting it till like mid-April now. Oh, uh, I just saw a copy at Walmart for thirty dollars. So yeah, might should have just I, took the refund to get it there. Yeah, it is what it is. And You'll get it eventually. It's not like you gotta have it. It's it's not like I gotta have it, and it's not like if I'm gonna actually play it either. It's one of those things where like it's a game that people were talking about, and the collector in you me got was pulled just up like, in the hype. Yeah, the collector in me was just like, I think I should get this game just to have there. So Eddie's a Hades poser confirmed. That's what this correct. is. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, I was actually gonna say it sounds like you should well be be able to appreciate a little game changers. You have the same mentality. <laughs> there it is. And then the um and and the other reason why too is uh I came across this through another streamer um his somber gamer and I posted it right now on the uh, Scrubbers team chat if you guys want to bring it up Etsy there's a shop in Etsy that does these spines for the Switch I saw games this. so that it's not just a generic like red label with the white lettering it's an actual like detailed spine for the so games so it's what and they I, should I, look like holy crap it, exactly Jesus and he gives Christ. you like. 25 for like 25 of uh, 25 bucks gives you 25 sleeves and that's like i don't know if you guys saw me earlier that i was just kind of counting i just posted in the, in the twitch yeah um damn i have about like roughly 40 games and so does I it just wanna... go, does it just slide into the spine is that what it is yeah it's just a little slide that just slides into the yeah. spine and that's it that's pretty fucking cool yeah so i've seen these before these look really nice yeah uh, he got himself 25 of them and I was just like, you know what? Like, dude, like they're really legit and I like how they look and like, y- you could kind of see on some of them. Like I think in the, in the, uh, whatever that game is called mini or mint or whatever, 
minute um, minute yeah minute you can barely see the red in there but it's just basically that it's just a little sleeve that just you know huh. spine that just so you get 25 for 25 yeah minute is super good that's not bad that's not bad yeah so i'm i'm, I'm excited for that and then i got some stuff coming in through play asia but once it gets in here then i'll go ahead and uh uh oh wow look at this those. one i don't know if you guys can really see this picture but like you can see the shelf that has the spines and then the shelf of some games that don't have and it mm -hmm. looks so much better. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could see that. what the Pokemon Shield one looks like. Like, if it has, like, just the original, like, box art and stuff, but, like, it's the spine that's changed. Because if it is, I wouldn't mind getting that for my shield. Or sword. Oh, I mean, here, if, you're look, if you look at the stream right now, I kind of got zoomed in. And you can see the Pokemon Sword and Shield right there. All right, so is that it for your week, Eddie? Yeah, that was pretty much uh, it for my week, yeah. Um, thanks, Cox. I hate you. <laughs> Cox, Cox is fucking Cox block. What, what is I was gonna try and think of something like what's the what's the opposite of cocaine? It's just Cox because it just puts a stop to everything. <laughs> it does, and it got bad, man. That was the thing about it too. It's just like so crazy that I got so bad because at one point, like even the download speeds, like I wasn't even able to watch people like support him on stream because my download speeds were so fucking shitty. Duh. You know what I mean? It's but, usually your upload, not your download. It's usually the upload, but this one, it, and it happened, like I said, there was like a, apparently there was like a, an outage, but it's, it, it goes back to what I tell them all the time. There's always an outage and there's always that something, something happens after that outage. So why don't you guys get your shit together? Where like, if you know, this is constantly happening and there's going to be an issue, but oh, we they can don't, never they don't tell, care. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, dude. And there's so, no competition. So they can't, they, they it, can do it, whatever they want. And the worst part about it is it's not just even me. Like, I, at first I thought it was like a Cox thing, but uh, another streamer, she, and I felt bad. Aurora Visage, she was like doing, well, she's doing Wild Arms right now, uh -huh. a stream on her channel. And she had, I think about like probably a little over 100 people watching. I want to say maybe like 120, 123 people wow. watching. And it just, went, just, and she's got. That's uh, affecting she, her partnership. If, yeah. like, if she's trying to get partner yeah and so and so she uh it was funny because like she contacted she contacted i believe it was comcast for her i think it was comcast for her and what it ended up happening was i like put my two cents in and i was just like comcast you guys need to fucking get your shit together type of deal help my friend out like blah 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 blah, blah. they reached out to me and we're like we're sorry you're having internet issues with comcast and i'm like no 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 dude I, wrong person you got to talk to her Thank and you, but like, not me. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, well, she can reach out to us, basically. Is what That's what they said to me about you. Yeah. They and reached out. They're like, like, if Eddie wants to, he can reach out. And I was like, fuck you. Talk to Eddie. He's tagged in this yeah. tweet. Yeah. Do, I, so do I have to reach out to Cox again for a third yet. time? Not yet. Right now, right now, we're good. It's supposed to be done by today. I mean, we haven't gotten kicked out or anything, knock on wood. But, I mean, yeah, that, that was my week. I had Chinese food. Oh, I want to watch Shaun of the Dead. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Shaun of the Dead is a British treasure. Never seen it. It is. It's very oh, good. dude, you need to watch it. I like the, I like the whole trilogy. I like uh, Hot Fuzz and I like World's End. I actually think Hot Fuzz is the best movie out of all three of them. Hot Fuzz is the best movie out of all three. Hey, Harder okay. Cut here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the stream caught it, but that was great. <laughs> Haru cut here. <laughs>
<laughs> was not expecting that. Holy shit. All right. So welcome to the news. For people that don't That's know great. what the news is, we talk about well, basically what we do is we make Chris go through all the news articles that we post in the Discord and he picks the ones he finds sufficient for our channel. <laughs> but the first this first one's a pretty big one. It's been a buzz in our Discord server. It's been a buzz in the Megavision's Discord server. Uh, I've my Twitter has been fucking blowing up with this shit. So, yeah. yep. The first one we got is uh, a report shows that the PS3, Vita, and the PSP stores are to be permanently closed within a few months. The PS3, PS Vita, and PlayStation Portable stores aren't long for this world. According to a source familiar with the situation, which was verified verified by the gamer, the stores are due to be closed down from ju- the door they're sorry. The stores the door, the door, the door. are due to be closed in J- July. The announcement is planned for... I didn't write this. I know you didn't, and I read that. I promise I read this before we started the podcast, and when I read it that time, I fucked it up then. So, (laughs) the announcement is planned uh, for the end of this month. So, the end of March, they should be coming out with an official announcement for this. The PSPs and the PS3 stores are to be closed on July 2nd, while the PS Vita store will be open until August 27th. After those dates, you will no longer be able to purchase digital copies of games or DLC for any of the Sony consoles mentioned above. The PS3 released in November of 2003, or I'm sorry, 2006, and sold a total of 87 million units during its lifetime. The console officially ended production four years ago after 11 successful years on the market and after three model redesigns. The PSP enjoyed similar success, selling around 81 million units since its release in March of 2005. Notoriously, I'm sorry, notoriously, the PS Vita was a bit of a flop. Sony's second handheld released in December of 2011 and sold between 10 to uh, 15 million units across its lifetime, despite being an excellent little machine. The handheld recently saw some resurgence in popularity thanks to how easy it is to turn it into a portable emulator. If you own any of the three consoles and you've always wanted to download a specific game, now is your time to do it. No doubt the price of the physical games will jump up once the stores cease to exist. The success of the Nintendo Switch proves that there's a market for portable consoles these days, so perhaps one day we'll see Sony have another shot at a handheld. This final sentence in this is a little interesting. It says, we might not get a Doom game where you talk to the monsters first, but you never know. Or we might get a Doom game where you talk to the monsters first, but you never know. I didn't understand how that made sense with this article. I have no idea what they're fucking talking about. I don't either. I Why would you talk to the shit? Doom monsters first? I don't know. Anyway, oh, no. the moral of the story is you should go to the PlayStation 3, the PSP, and the PS Vita store and scour the fuck out of those for any games you think you might want within the next week or within 10 years from now and fucking buy them and get it done. Yeah. Here's my biggest fucking issue with this. And I've already got a substantial uh, PlayStation fucking catalog. Like, I've probably got over 100 games in my library for PlayStation 3 by itself. You are not going to be able to get any DLC moving forward. That's the biggest fucking Mm -hmm. takeaway. So Uh, if you've got any fighting games, if you've got any fucking expansions, fucking Asura's Wrath. There you go. That's a big fucking Uh, thing. The entire ending, the entire ending hinges on you having the DLC. That is. You can't even get some modes in Anarchy Reigns if you don't get the DLC. Like nope. de- uh, what, what is I- it the, the the ball game we play Rocket League? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's 
That's not in the base game. I think that's DLC. Death Ball. Death Ball. That's what it was called. Yeah. And the 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 issue is is fucking. If the store is going away, I would not be surprised if the network, the online network, yes. would go away for the PS3 the not PSN soon after. We always talk about how, why is Anarchy Reigns server still online, and I guess someone finally fucking answered us. So this, like, here's the thing. The DLC is not completely gone, but now is the time where I'm being, uh, I'm advocating, yo, you, you're gonna have to emulate it. It yep. is what it is. Yeah, you're you're going to have to pirate it. If you're not gonna give people the opportunity to be able to play these games anytime they want to, there's gonna be a small percentage of people that are just like, "Hey, I want to discover this game that's only on the PlayStation Three. It's got DLC that was only available through PlayStation Network. Where do I go for it? I can't go to the the official source." So you're gonna I can't. go down the, the emulator. The so uh, you got to go down the emulator route. Piracy to you know, it is what it is. History. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the good thing is uh, that uh, PS3 emulators are gonna get really good because people are gonna be working on those like a motherfucker now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yep. actually a couple of them already out there that people are working. I know I was saw I was hanging out um, somebody's stream yesterday and they were playing Hot Shots Golf. Yeah, uh, whichever one was on the PS3. And like yeah, it looked pretty good, like uh, decent enough to mm -hmm. you know get your playthrough. But uh, yeah, it's it's a very unfortunate situation. That's how we played Scott Pilgrim before the announcement of the re-release came out. We played it on the Megavisions channel, and I played it through an emulator on the. I think it's the PSX three. I think is what it's called, and uh, pretty good emulator. But yeah, that's gonna happen. Like this is where people are like, well, piracy is always bad. It's like no, not if we're not given the options to be able to ever play these games again. Now it becomes yeah. preserving video game history. Yep. And what I, even further than that, what I'm worried about is that if you're taking away certain functionalities, and I know I'm just thinking steps ahead. First, the store goes down, then possibly the connection with PSN. I have licenses tied to my account for PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. I would hate to see like online functionality not crash being able to play them. and not being able to play these games. Now, granted, I can always download an emulator and jailbreak my fucking PS3 and fucking play whatever Sony, whatever PlayStation game I want to. But the thing is, at the end oh. of the day, I paid money for these. Yep. Right? So yep. I should be able to play the games that I paid money for at any given time. I paid for the license. Are you going to make a functionality for the PlayStation 5 for all the games that I have downloaded and played on there? Are Is there a fucking... Uh, workaround, not a workaround, but are there plans to honor certain purchases that have been made? And I'm just thinking later on down the road because this could just end up being a snowball effect. It eventually happens to everything. We saw it happen to the Nintendo store. We ha saw it happen to the fucking the Wii Shop channel. Oh, We're shit. going to see it happen to the fucking 3DS store soon. We officially can't play Marvel at all now. Yeah. Even if you did, so no, you can't get Marvel because it's been delisted. But even if you were lucky enough to have it beforehand, like I was, I could still play online with people. But now, if all that shit goes down, you literally can only play it on the Dreamcast. That's the best way to play it, or on Fightercade or whatever. I thought of another one for PS3, the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection. You will never be able to then have the entire collection because MGS One is a download code. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you well, bought it new, yeah, and you and at at some point. 
that will just be an incomplete yep. collection. It'll be a Sura's Wrath without the DLC. Yeah. So that why this is why, and I know like we're still talking about like we're still advocating go buy as much stuff as you can. But this is why we're like, why is why does everybody go digital? This is why people fucking stay physical with their games. Like this is why we do it. Like, granted, there's a lot of these games that we might not even be able to get physically anymore. So this was our only way to play them. I'm looking at it from a streamer's perspective. Like, maybe this is the best way I can play a Legend of Dragoon. Is getting it through there. Putting it on my PSTV. Or, I mean, luckily Persona 4 Golden was ported to the computer, to the PC. Yeah, Steam. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd have been fucked on that. Like, I mean, it's just... Mm. Oh, it's 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 crazy. I mean, we've been talking about it for the last year too. Like the PS3 stores have to go down eventually, but I didn't expect all three of them to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and a again, lot of stuff on rumored, the PSP, but... the PSP and the PlayStation Vita that I have not been able to experience. Gravity for Rush, <laughs> and the, the, those are now things that it's just like okay, now I have to jailbreak shit in order for me to have access to it, in order for me to play these things. I have to emulate it. It is what it is. Give me a way to pay you for the things that you made. Yeah. That's what it that's like what the biggest takeaway is. Like, I can tell let me I can tell you though, Sony's gonna give be you money. Sony will be more lenient with emulation than Nintendo. No, they, ever no, has. they won't. You I guarantee so? you they won't. Yeah, Hell I don't, I don't, no. I, no, Sony like Sony took someone to court for modding their PS3. Like no, 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 no. It wasn't even that. Fucking in 2010. 2010, 2011, I was talking to uh, a guy at a swap meet who worked for Sony. Sony went after somebody who was pirating and selling Nintendo games on a fucking what? flash card. And because of the way that the the tech uh, laws are written, Sony has the right to sue somebody over another license holder because it's the precedent of what they're selling. Yeah, you might be selling Nintendo products, but that incentivizes people to sell Sony products. And they took him to court and they fucking won. And that dude is in fucking jail right now. Wow. Yeah. Sony Sony is one of the most aggressive people when it comes to emulation. Nintendo makes a big deal out of, out of it because they put on like the giant fucking dollar on it. Yeah. The the price tag on it. Sony Sony aggressively goes after people. Oh, and Sony's new CEO like doesn't give a shit about retro gaming either. So No. So it's Yeah, fuck him. It's fuck it, there's guy. a huge difference between the two of them. So it, just just be careful. The guy just like was hurt was on record saying like why would you want to play these older games because they look worse. Yeah. Like, disregarding anything else that they might be giving people. Yeah. Yep. Fuck that guy. So. But that's all I got to say about that. I'm going to go drop some of my stimmy on some of these fucking games, so. <laughs> yep. No, I think that's what a lot of people are kind of hoping, too. I think the last week is going to be interesting for um, for definitely uh, the, the PlayStation 3 store because everybody's make hoping so much that money. maybe... Everybody's hoping that Sony kind of does, like, oh, we're discount like here's the end of the you know all sale and stuff like that but even then it's just um like you said like haru said right now it's i'm one of the ones that has the metal gear solid legacy collection and i'm fortunate enough that i have a physical ps1 copy of both uh metal gear solid and uh virtual vr missions because both of those are only available uh, uh download codes digitally so it's just it just sucks it's just um and i have to go back to it and like 
like and look at my catalog of games that i have on there that have all this dlc on there whether i'm going to play it or not i just need to make sure that it's on there for future reference and the worst part mm-hmm. about it is if my ps3 tanks yeah there it goes anyway tanks it tanks yeah yeah where, goes where the, the fuck is Red Jaguar in the chat right now? Because he's the one that's always <laughs> talking shit on us saying physical forever. Is the 360 live store still up? Uh, Yes, it is. Is it? Mm. Yes, it is. Because that came out... PS3 came out after 360, I believe. It wasn't... Yeah, yeah it had yeah, a rough 360 start, had, yeah. but then PS3... But the difference really well is, is that Microsoft has been very um, open... When it comes to backwards compatibility, and yeah. they're one architecture, and they're yeah, exactly so anything that's on the 360 can be played on the one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they've they've they're now saying like everything is Xbox. Just just play it. Everything is. I Xbox. wonder if the price of the PS3s are going to go down after this. Maybe. I'm wondering because I still need to get the backwards compatible one. I can see the backwards compatible still being relatively um, probably the more expensive. expensive out of all the other ones. Yeah, because I I have both models and I paid like a good two hundred fifty for my uh, my backwards compatible one, and that wasn't even the most expensive at its peak. At its peak was it, something like four hundred bucks. If I had a larger library of PS2 and PS3 games, uh, mm-hmm. and even PS1, I don't have a lot of those games. Uh, but I would probably look into getting the uh, that model of the PS3 for like streaming. No, purposes. my Jesus. my PlayStation Three, or I should say PS One, Two, Three, and Four, makes up the lion's share of my uh, of my collection. I probably am sitting on at this point seventeen hundred games, Jeez. and one to first place, second place, third place, fourth place, all of it is PlayStation. So Jesus, Christ. yeah, you're you're uh last time I was there, your uh, shelves on your Walmart uh, uh, bookcases were starting to sag. They're caving. Yeah, they're caving. They're just, my wife they're just is particle board. Yeah, my wife was just like, "You need to build a new shelf system." You I'm need to go. Like, yep. You guys have IKEA by you? Yes. You need to start looking at some shit that IKEA has. Aren't isn't IKEA all particle board as well? For some reason, it's fucking built better than the shit at Walmart. Like a lot of the stuff, a lot of the bookshelves that I have. We've had the we've built Swedes, that library man. for an hour or not an hour. We've had that library for a year, and none of the bookshelves that we bought from IKEA are starting to sag in the middle, like the ones from Walmart were. Hey, you summoned him. There he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> I fucking did it. We just got done talking about fucking <laughs> physical games. So, all right, but yeah, that's. I mean, like we said, go get on those stores now and get what you want. So on the PS3 alone, before we move on from this story, there's approximately about anywhere from 185 to 200 games, like PS1 classics. Yeah. On the PS3 store, you would have Fuck. to you would have to roughly spend at the current price of five by five. Yeah, like about almost close to 1,100 bucks to get all of those games. Yeah. Granted, if none of them go on sale. Or even like Imagine cheaper, how right? much the physical Damn. library of those eighty, because not all. Of those oh, games it's super are $5 fucking expensive. Yeah, bro. Val- um, what is it? Fucking Vagrant Story. I want to say that that's a seventy dollars game right now. Jeez. Uh, fucking Gaia Seed. I believe Gaia Seed. First off, that was Japan only. Secondly, I think that that's almost two hundred bucks right now. It's ridiculous. Like, There's a, yeah, all the it's... Final Fantasies are an easy thirty a pop. Doesn't matter which one it is. It's roughly $30 a piece. And what else? What fucking else? 
I don't know. There's there's a few more in there. I've I've gotten Oh, Tronbon. The Tronbon game, 250. Easy. Jesus. Yeah, I forgot Easy about 250. That uh, people who get Metagar Rising will never be able to get the complete game ever again after this happens because the DLC didn't come with it unlike the Steam purchase. Cuz the Steam purchase gets you like the Jetstream sand. Well, at least the there's the Steam stuff. version. <laughs> yeah, which plays very 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 fucking well but like if you get on ps3 it's like oops i mm -hmm. just have the base game this is just Damn. for my library now <laughs> yeah i am definitely yeah. gonna probably get like about a hundred bucks and just kind of go through it and spend some money on this it's unfortunate because like part of me tells me also like do i really want to spend money on this because once again if the ps3 tanks then it's just money wasted you can do a backup um, of your ps3 as well yeah or like honestly I would look into the fucking homebrewing and jailbaiting of the game or jailbreaking of the game. I did with my 3ds. Honestly, I like to back up there's, there's a system like I've, I've spoken about it before. It's called Mr. And yep. from what I understand, Mr. At this point, I think goes as far as I don't think it goes to PlayStation, but red Jaguar can correct me if I'm wrong. Mr. At the very least goes to super Nintendo and it is an FPGA. It is, it is like you're actually playing on the fucking console. It's, oh, it's a Mr. souped up, it's a souped-up yeah. Raspberry Pi. Yeah, Dr. Roshi was talking about it one night. And if it ever has PlayStation functionality for it, which it could, it might, I don't know, then I would just say load every single ISO on that bitch and yep. then play everything. I mean, that's how Max's Dreamcast is. He just has all his ISOs on there. Yeah, and I mean, he's using something called, like, mode or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eventually... He had a video of himself tearing that down and, like, customizing it, yeah. I think. Yeah. That was really cool to watch. Yeah. I like shit like that. I like mods like that. So, Yep. Yeah. But no, there's a lot of good games out there to check. I mean, you got... Uh, man, there's so many good beta games. I'm trying to think. I, ju I just thought about something on one of those. What is... Anyway, we can move on to the next story. I mean, we could just talk cool. about all the games we love on these things all night. So, <laughs> Yeah. Next story in our news blog. Nintendo to use faster NVIDIA chips for new 2021 Switch model. Nintendo Corporation plans to adopt an upgraded NVIDIA Corp chip with better graphics and processing for the new Switch model planned for the year-end shopping season, according to people familiar with the matter, quote-unquote. The new Switch iteration will support NVIDIA's Deep Learning Super Sampling, or DLSS, a novel rendering technology that uses artificial intelligence to deliver high-fidelity graphics more efficiently. That will also allow the console, which is set for an OLED display upgrade, to reproduce game visuals at 4K quality when it plugged into a TV, as per the people who was asked not to be identified with the plan because it's not public. The U.S. company's new chipset will also bring a better CPU and increased memory. DLSS support will require new code to be added to games, so it'll primarily be used to improve graphics on upcoming titles, as per the people, including multiple game developers. Bloomberg previously reported that the new Switch is likely to include a 7-inch OLED screen from Samsung Display Corporation and a couple of the console's releases with a bounty of new games. Uh, to quote, the move should propel more support for the platform outside of software developers. Thus, it is definitely a big plus to hardware and software sales, per the Morningstar research analysis uh, Kazunori Ito. To continue his statement, Nintendo is learning well from the mistakes in the past. When it hit, we lost momentum so quickly because the controls weren't compatible with high-definition resolution. 
NVIDIA and Nintendo representatives declined to comment. The Switch game's uh, release calendar remains mostly empty for the latter half of the year, though the company announced Tuesday that a new partnership with uh, Niantic Incorporated on augmented reality smartphone apps to uh, set to commence with a Pikmin app in 2021. Oh, that's cool. Analysis. Ex- uh, <laughs> you didn't read this earlier. <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, analysts expect a new Switch to be offered at a higher price than the current models, two ninety nine, a level unchanged since the Switch Switch's initial release in twenty seventeen. Bloomberg's intelligence Matthew Catterman foresees an increase as much as a hundred dollars. Three forty uh, three forty nine will increase the value proposition of the device by still think Nintendo can dive strong for a demand of three ninety nine. DLSS was first introduced as an image upscaling feature in 2008 and remains exclusive to NVIDIA graphics cards. It is an atypically advanced addition for the Kyoto-based Nintendo, which has tended to opt for more mature and lower-cost uh, technologies than, rivaling, than rivals like uh, Sony and Microsoft. The new Switch will still lag in overall performance capabilities of its pricier uh, rivals, but if implemented, the graphics boost will be a direct shot at core gamers who want to play the next Breath of the Wild, Pokemon, the new Monster Hunter, in the best quality, as per Michael Pontier, a global lead developer at Silicon Studio Core. But it's, uh, to quote, it's not a big appeal to Nintendo's usually targeted market of families and kids who are mostly driven by content. It does show, however, that Nintendo wants to compete more. I will say that the probability of the Switch Pro being $399 is very highly likely because that Mm -hmm. would put Nintendo having a price point at $199, $299, and $399 for your Mm -hmm. normal gamer, your casual gamer, and then your pro gamer or your, you know, quote unquote. Hardcore gamer. Yeah. If it's three fifty, that'd be great, but I don't see them putting I don't see them selling this for only fifty dollars more for everything that they're upgrading. The only thing that I, I I can also foresee that could be a potential problem is if fucking um games that require DLSS, you're going to need the Switch Pro. Yeah. It's, it's very similar to the situation of the new uh, 3DS. I looked that up, by the way. There's only, like, mm-hmm. four games that do that. Yeah. There's only four, like, there's only four new 3DS games out there. Xenoblade Chronicles, some fucking stupid, like, some Steel Diver games. ripoff. Yeah, it was it was something Fire odd. Fire Warriors is another one. Oh, there you go. Fire Emblem Warriors is another one. Yeah. Um, That's a support. One, yeah. <laughs> their support for fucking... Um, Certain games that are added on there, Hyrule Warriors, just runs better if you play it on the new 3DS. But outside of that, like I, I would hate for Nintendo to run into a situation where people are now missing out on some of these games in a like keeping them from making these games for the newer technology because nobody's buying the Switch Pro. Yeah, I have to disagree with Chat. Chat says that they think they're just going to lower the current uh, Switch to 250 and sell the Pro at 300. With the upgrades that they're making, there's no way that they would do that. They would Nintendo would be leaving money yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do they that. They would be leaving money on the table if they did that because why would they lower the price of their system that they lowered and it's still fucking raking in the cash? You know, the, it's going to be a while before it gets lower. Yeah. The other argument that I would make is that Nintendo technically still does not have a direct competitor. Yeah. They've always been either plan A or plan B. Nobody sits there and says, I want a Sony PlayStation 5 and a Series X. 
in the same sentence. It's always been either a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox, I mean, a PlayStation 5 and a Switch, or a Series X and a Switch. Switch is always, like, looked at as the secondary console, if not the primary for some people as well. So... That's how, like, the majority of, like, if you're a console and PC gamer, like, you'll get the majority of what you want if you're, like, something that's, like, like what you just said, but also PC, because guess what? You Then you get everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, PC, like for me, at this point, a lot of the stuff that I end up buying my games for is PC. And I always go console when it comes to console exclusive. But outside of that, fucking, if I didn't have PC on the table... It would be PlayStation 5 and Switch. Yeah. I Like, Microsoft and Sony are so, like, similar to the point where it's just, like, I can get away with not having one of them. Yeah. But you got to have a Switch because mm. otherwise you miss out on it. You got to have a Switch. You got to have a Switch. I have a buddy that's fucking been talking about how he thinks the Switch is garbage since day one. He bought one last week. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Everyone caves eventually. Oh, well, I don't great. know if he's fucking with me. He came into my stream, and I think he might have been fucking with me. And I was, or he was talking in the Discord, and I was like, I, uh, I said something about streaming it, and he, and uh, he was like, "Wait, you can't stream from the light?" I was like, "What the fuck are you gonna plug it into, bro?" To be able to stream it, he goes, "Oh, I'm returning this," but he also is very known to fuck with me, so maybe he's just fucking with me. He might not even mm-hmm. have a switch. He might just be fucking with me like four. Mm. So. <laughs> But no, I mean and that's good because we were worried that we they, that we thought the switch would only be an upgrade with like the screen and maybe the battery life, and but knowing they're putting the Nvidia switches in there or the chips in there means it is actually going to be more powerful, which that's yeah. good. Makes you wonder whether they're going to call it new Nintendo Switch or Super Nintendo Switch. I like Super Nintendo Switch. That'd I do cool. too. <laughs> it would probably be new Nintendo Switch. Or I mean, yeah, the Switch Lite, knowing... they'll do the Switch Grande. So... The Switch That'd Grande? Yeah! <laughs> I'm all for that. Then they could out. Was... They could go get that fucking sponsorship of Taco Bell. So... There you go. I, I'm pretty sure in the end, what they're going to end up doing is probably making it, just like I said, it's going to be new, and they're going to put it at the end of it. The Nintendo Switch new. Yeah, like, be some I'll put the word new mechanic. at the end of it, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. No, Something Super so Nintendo so Switch, That we're, that's what we're hoping for. But or the God Killer happen. Switch model. God, <laughs> the God Killer? <laughs> God Killer God Switch? God Slayer Switch. That's what it, the Halo Killer Switch model. <laughs> Immediately uh, call out. Like, each each new model of the Nintendo Switch Pro is, like, every single skin is just, like, Kirby swallowing another <laughs> IP off of fucking yeah. Sony or Microsoft. It's just something yeah. stupid. That's exactly what it should be. God killer right. anything is sounds cool. So. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. All right. Anyway, let's go Eddie, to the next one. Eddie, tell me about cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. More cyberpunk. shit about cy- cyberpunk. I know it's kind of interesting, right? Like I felt like there was a point in time where we kept hearing so much shit about cyberpunk, and then it just kind of went away. Yeah, but here we are. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. 2077. Why did that sound weird for me? Anyhow, yeah. lead designer leaves CDPR after eight years. Uh, Have fun with see, this according one. According to an article on Games Radar, Andre Zawatsky, I'm pretty sure I butchered that name, lead designer on Cyberpunk 2077, is leaving developer CD Projekt Red after eight years with the company. In a Twitter post, 
Zawatsky announced that it was the time for a new adventure and that he would be leaving his position at CDPR. Zawatsky most recently served as a lead gameplay designer on Cyberpunk 2077, but he's worked on many roles during his eight-year tenor at CDPR, from his beginning as a QA tester all the way up to lead designer on one of the biggest games of 2020. News of Zawatsky's departure brought well wishes from fans, colleagues, and fellow game developers alike, including Kyle Rowley, who has also worked on Cyberpunk 2077 and is now heading up an unannounced project at a control developer at Control Developer Remedy. Zawaski hasn't made any formal announcement of where this next adventure will take him, but we may well see his name pop up at another major game studio in the near future. It's fair to say that Cyberpunk 2077's launch didn't go well, with numerous game-breaking bugs and performance issues hampering the experience what? across all platforms. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Including PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Multiple major patches are still planned, with update 1.2 addressing some of the more emergent breaking problems later this month. I just, the name of 1.2, that, that 1.2 update just says, we fixed it all. Because <laughs> you know all the patches have code names and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like, we did it. <laughs> I mean, this just seems like a normal, like, eight years at a company. This seems like maybe... CE like uh corporate transitioning out and stuff like that probably doesn't help with all the shit that happened with cyberpunk they're just like i'm done with this no so. i definitely feel like that's an incentive for him to leave she's like yeah. bye <laughs> or fuck y'all he sees what that patch is gonna be and he goes fuck this i'm out <laughs> yeah, i'm not having my name attached to this shit yeah yeah mm. that is a rad name though zawatsky it reminds me what's the character's name from uh mike Wolfenstein? was no, oh. Wolfenstein New Blood. New Blood? New what's Blood the, is What's the new character? What's that main character's name? Young Blood? No, 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 no. The the old or, you know, the newer Wolfenstein games. Blaskovich? Blaskovich. That's what it reminds me. I mean, that's me what of. his yeah. name has always been. Is that yeah. what it was? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't play any other Wolfenstein. I I wasn't even allowed to play Doom when I was a kid. So let it be known that Corey's a fake Doom fan. <laughs> Oh, is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> Damn. Called I'm out. Gonna, I'm going to kick you in your, your asshole next time. I'm going to see you. You got dick kicks and asshole kicks coming your way. In the and, asshole. And then I got, and then I, and yeah. then I got to correct myself because I said Doom and not Wolfenstein, right? Yeah, you yeah no, it it's fine. It's fine. You suck at video games, sir. Yeah. Everything is okay. BJ, BJ Blaskovich. Blaskovich. Yeah, that's a good name. So, I mean, seems like a kind of normal news article. Just leaving probably that's this person's uh, was it zawatsky is just tired of all the shit that's going on right now mm-hmm. covid yeah. covid probably definitely didn't help so fucking with everyone's mental state and all that so yeah and it, it and is interesting like, that he didn't say or they didn't say where they were going though well he hasn't made a formal announcement that's the thing i wonder so. if he's even made a decision yet if he has gone anywhere uh, yeah I mean, he's just like i'm gonna take so, some it's i'm gonna take some me time like let's not like he's probably got some pretty good what was he lead, uh, lead, he's going on a sabbatical is that what it is Is that what is it is it? he's going on a sabbatical is he gonna start streaming <laughs> <laughs> taking the bruce green route dude i found out bruce green has like sixteen thousand subs like, oh it's it's disgusting that man makes like what is either eight hundred thousand a month or eight hundred thousand a year yeah but 
I'm pretty sure it's more the former than the latter. It's insane. Yeah. He said they took, so him and his uh, now wife, Autumn, uh, they got, they took like nine days off and got married. He lost 5,000 subs in those nine days. Wow. He said, but he goes, he goes in like next month, they'll all be back. They'll resub. Yep. So, but that's, that's, that is, is, you know how much money he brings into Twitch? Like that is insane. Yeah. It's it's massive. Uh, Caleb Hart uh, too. Caleb Hart has some fucking like he puts his numbers up there. Like he's got like a lot of like he's making like his house is paid off. Like he hasn't even had that house for ten years. Okay, so judging if a sub earns him uh three fifty, yeah, he's bringing in fifty six thousand a month. Yeah, that's a month. Jesus Christ. Um, now, granted, he has to pay a shit ton of taxes on that. Yeah. But if he just takes, even if he just took half of it, he's like, all right, half of it will we'll put it in a, an account, and that's going to pay taxes at the end of the year. He's still yep. got twenty five grand a month. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, it's fucking good. It's insane. It is. Anyway. Anyway. Haru, tell, tell us about, about these fucking, masks. Yes, this fucking Whoa, mask. You could see yourself playing a new Breath of the Wild uh, with your new kick-ass concept RGB <laughs> face mask from Razer. Because they're actually going through with it. Razor says it's planning hey. to ship its concept reusable N95 face mask. Unveiled back in January, Project Hazel includes active disc-type ventilators, chroma RGB lighting, and voice projection. The face mask is also transparent, allowing for lip reading and the ability to see facial cues when you talk to people. We were thinking this is a concept project and this is going to be relevant when vaccinations and everything has been rolled out, says Razer CEO Min Liang Tan might have must f- fucked that up in an interview with yahoo finance we are going to proceed in making it a reality and ship the smart mask razor smart mask made its surprise debut at ces 2021 earlier this year with detachable and rechargeable ventilators and a glossy outside shell made of waterproof and scratch resistant recycled plastic the ventilators also act as voice amplifiers thanks to microphones embedded inside so you don't sound muffled while speaking the chroma RGB lighting allows the two ventilators to glow and even automatically shine light onto your mouth when it gets dark so others can see you speaking. It's a smart mask that's loaded with tech, but Razer insists it's, un- it's comfortable to wear thanks to its adjustable ear loops. Razer hasn't committed to any type of pricing or release date, and the company will also need approvals and certifications from the Food and Drug Administration, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, or Occupational Safety and Health Administration. That's not stopping Razer from making the smart mask real, though. Project Hazel is going to be a reality, says Tan. We are going to make it happen, and I think we will all be, unfortunately, wearing masks for a long time to come. I am so. totally going to fuck my wife wearing this mask. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you, even before pandemic, I always thought face masks of this caliber like were super fucking cool. Uh-huh. And now that I could buy one and like reasonably wear it, I'm gonna totally fucking do it. The only I can't thing wait. it's lacking, the only and I under and I understand why it's not there. Because, you know, you're wanting to show your mouth for people that are deaf and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But to have it, like, ha- be like an LED screen and you could just do, like, tickers and shit on it and all that stuff, mm-hmm. that would be cool. This, I, I'm, I'm paying three. If it's $300, I'm buying it. I don't care. Yeah. The voice amplifier, like, the microphones is what's great. I can't wait for the mods because I'm totally going to make myself sound like Bane. I'm going to make myself sound, I'm going to be like... <laughs> 
Hey, young! It just like, just get like I want a fucking. I want you know. I want a black guy's voice. That's what I want. Just to fuck with people. Damn. Like just to fuck with people. Damn. That shit would be hilarious. The mask stays on during sex. Exactly. Yeah. The mask right. stays razor, on. The razor mask stays on during sex. So Chris just wants to be Bane when he's fucking his wife. So <laughs> nah, I was I born have... in it. As I'm also wearing the Snorlax onesie. It's a big dick yeah. for you. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is awesome. Like, I don't care. I this is this is this is Damn. future cyberpunk shit that I want. This is yep. unnecessary shit that I want. Oh God! It, it, so, like, how much do we? Re- First of all, it's going to be Razor, so it's going to be overpriced. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I think three hundred is probably going to be a well. I don't know if they're trying to make it accessible to like everybody. I don't know if it's going to be three hundred dollars. Two fifty. You think two fifty? I was I was leading towards like two hundred. Two hundred. So two hundred to three hundred. We're thinking in that range. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about. I right. mean. I can't fucking get my 3080, so I'm going to use my money on this. You can't get this either because they're going to fucking scalp the shit out of it, too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get the fucking I'm going to get the twenty six dollar brand. That's like the brand that tries to be uh, Razor, but it, Red Dragon like that brand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to get I the tiger it. handheld version of the mask. There you go. <laughs> Dude. This I love it. They are they're showing off. Looks like computer colors. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the black one's going to be the cooler one. But yep. yeah, uh, give me give me a price, give me a date, and I'll pre-order it. So there we go. Hell, will they be fucking, sold at GameStop yeah. though? Is Razor stuff sold at GameStop right now? I don't think so. I think I think they have. Some I think it's on their website. There? I've never seen Razor stuff in yeah. the store though. What does Razor sell? You said what? What does, what Razor, does Razor sell? sell? Yeah. They uh, like sell usually co- headsets. Yeah, uh, peripherals. Okay. So you'd see them at a Best Buy. They always have the green. It's always like the green, and it's got a They've weird little They've been at a few symbol. GameStops with the headphones, but I think that's yeah. about it. That's what I've seen. But I haven't stepped into GameStop for like... You know what? I think I did see a Black Widow at fucking GameStop before. I want to say I saw a, a keyboard. I want to yeah, say I got, saw a they keyboard. Got, they got microphones. They got microphones, headsets, and stuff like that. Keyboards as well. Controllers. Yeah. Um, so they, t- but it's only online for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Best Buy will have these for sure. They might not be in stock, but they'll be there for sure. The listing will be there, and it'll say sold out forever. So <laughs> they're gonna yep. put you in a virtual line. Yep, that's exactly. And gonna then you say, can only buy. Yeah. And then you can only buy it on StockX after that. There it is for times three how much it's worth. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes it's worth it. All right, well, that's all we got for the news, right? Let's uh let's move on over to questions. So as a reminder, you can always join the Discord to ask us questions. You can also try Twitter, but we never look at that. And if you highlight your message, which we still haven't done in EIN because we don't get together to talk about business stuff. That's your fault. We need to uh we need to eventually talk about that. Anyway, going into questions number one. With Subverse being out, what are the odds of a review in the next few weeks? Subverse is out? Yeah, uh, it it's out. listed on the... I don't know if it's, like, out to buy, but it is listed on No, it's on out Steam. to buy. It's out to... It's, it's an early access, so, like... Well, then we should be in it, because we kickstarted it. Oh, it's in my library. I have it now. Oh, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. I've already seen the scenes. 
mean, if anyone doesn't know, that's where we fucking got our name oh, from. Oh, that game. This is literally the game that we had just kickstarted, and we were trying to think of a name for this fucking podcast. And I texted my buddy, who's been Fox Mac, Bust a Wolf in the in a Discord. He Bust a Wolf. I sent him. I was like, "Hey, have you seen this Subverse game?" And he goes, "More like Scrubverse." And I automatically email or I message Chris. I said, "Chris, <laughs> this is the name of our podcast." And even Connor was like, "Yeah, that's pretty good." So, and Chris goes, "Is does anyone have a Twitter account?" And I looked it up. I said, "No, no Instagram, no YouTube." He goes, "Get it." <laughs> that's exactly Hell how it yeah. happened. There you go. Nice. So, yes, 100% there will be a review coming soon. Not officially in paper, probably. You no, 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 no. no. The, the Dark Souls is happening, but, like, as we I said this week. We can't stream this. I can't stream this. We can so do this the Pornhub all... Let's Play. <laughs> yeah, now I got to get on Pornhub. Yo, bro. At if, what if, point do we start playing this game and it's just two guys watching porn then? Like, <laughs> like when does it devolve <laughs> into that? I don't want to spoil, but don't expect much. Oh. Oh, come on. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I think that answers uh, no, H2O's question. But I think we've talked about this before, too, right? Like, there is a platform out there. I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys, uh, but there is a platform out there where people can play these types of games. I think it's I've seen like lewd artists working on that th those websites. They got everything. They got people playing like D and D. They got people playing freaking uh, Genshin. Like, yeah, there is a site out there where you can play this game, whether you're wearing clothes or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got a list of them that I, you know, we got Tower of Succubus. I got House Party. I got uh, this game coming out. Actually, House Party is not that great of a game. So, I would like a physical copy of Tower of Succubus. <laughs> Look, the sprite work in that on. game is fantastic, all right? It actually really is. <laughs> it looks really good. It's just enough. super vulgar. So, it's great. It's, it's it pretty happy. great. It I is pretty great. It. Yeah. All right. It's basic fun. There you go. Uh, Zombie Hunter asks, what is one anime... Oh, this is from fucking when he was on my stream. What is one anime that you've watched and said to yourself, well, I wish I had time back that I wasted on this. For him, it is the one called Roka... Braves of the Six Flowers. I'm positive that he's talking about when he was on my uh, stream, and I said Gundam Wing. Oh, Gundam, you don't like one? Gundam Wing? Oh, Gundam Wing. So no, yes. I went back to it a few years ago, and I absolutely hate the dialogue. I hated the dialogue. Did you watch now, the English or the Japanese? English. I watched the English one. So maybe watching the Japanese one would serve me better, but I remember watching the English dub because that's what I grew up on. And granted, when I say a few years ago, I'm actually saying like eight years ago. So I need to go back to it again. You need to learn and how like numbers work really, again. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the thing is, too, we've, we've said it, it. Gundam Wing is like entry level, like entry level Gundam. Like that's where mm. a lot of people got their entry growing up. I mean, if you watch Tsunami, you sure about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unless you caught Toonami yeah. in the early time when they were showing Mobile Suit Gundam, Gundam Wing was like the hot seller for Toonami, and that's where a lot of like that was my first Gundam Wing. I know a lot of people that was there for for their first Gundam Wing, and then they went oh, back. Oh no, man! And then G Gundam came out, and they're like, "Oh shit, there's other Gundams." So See, they went back G and watched like, Mobile and Zeta. 
everyone I know that is like super into Gundam, they're always citing G Gundam is what got them into Gundam. Like it that was got G me Gundam into it, because... but I was aware of Gundam Wing, so I was aware of what okay. Gundam was because I, I was exposure ed- of Gundam Wing. Yeah, yeah, I was an edge lord because I love Death Sight. And Duo's Duo great... is like the nicest guy until like his voice actor is good too. So <laughs> you know who else yeah. likes Death Sight? Freaking Chris Chaos. Xander, I fucking hate yeah. you. Xander does. <laughs> I I I wish I could hate you. I death. was a heavy arms guy. I still am a heavy arms guy. Like that Troa. Yeah, yeah. I like that one's great. Wing Zero. Zero. Talgi. I, was a Talgi's Talgi's guy. I mean, Epion's fucking great too. So I mean, we could just yeah. like Epion's the Gundams in Gundam Wing are cool, but it's just like. I think it's one of the weaker series. I'd have to go back and watch it, but like I remember trying to get back into it when I did, and I'm just like, just stupid. "Holy shit!" Don't watch Tenshi Muyo dubbed. It is awful. It did not age well at all. I didn't no, like I it when it first came out. I watched it. I liked it. It dubbed. Uh, I mean, it I watched awful. it, but like, I what was it? Tenshi Muyo, Tenshi in Tokyo, Tenshi. There was like three different Tenshi. Tenshi Universe. Tenshi. Yep. There's Tenchi Muyo, Tenchi Universe, Tenchi in Tokyo, Tenchi in Love, I think. There's the movies. Doesn't he end yeah. up marrying the... And there's the, Ryooki. The, the bimbo police officer? He marries all of them, I think. I don't know. What? What? I He's in no, Utah? I haven't, I haven't caught up with them in a while. You're talking about the police officer? Let's be Hoshi. And then there's the green-haired one. That's the most I don't remember a lot one. of their names. No, but they're in all of them, aren't they? I, it's the same cast for all. I I mean yeah, this is say I don't, I'm not. This is now the Tenchi Muyo cast. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen any of it. I don't know no, if I really want to go back and. It's like that. It's like those slice of life animes with like action and stuff. And I'm well, just no, like, it's or it's like a harem. It's a harem. Yeah. It's yeah. a harem. It's, it's not a slice of life. Yeah, anime that you wish you had your time back on. I guess it could be like for any bad anime that you've seen. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm so picky with my anime because I'm afraid of wasting time on bad anime. Hmm. So most of the anime that I've watched have been like the ones that everyone really liked. I I mean, I watched one that just wasn't good after. I watched the uh, what was it the the something of the Iron Fortress. It was like the zombie one. That was supposed to be like. Oh, I heard Titan. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched a couple episodes. I thought it was really good, but then it just ended up not being good at all. So I dropped off of it. Kind of Barry of the Iron Fortress or, or Cabaneri of the Cabin- Iron yeah. Fortress. I always said Cabaneri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got one. Um, do you guys remember? I either. I think it was a short. It was a short one. Do you guys remember? Was it uh, the Seven Samurai anime? Yes. Samurai Seven. Samurai, Samurai Seven. Seven. Was? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I I probably have to go back and watch it again. But I remember watching it initially, and I was just like, I don't, I don't get this. I'm a fan of the movie. I own the movie on Blu-ray and everything like that. But the live action one, but the the anime, it just didn't it just didn't hit with me. So if anything, that would probably be my choice. Well, I remember I remembered one finally. It was um Master of Martial Arts. That was a fucking terrible. I think it's an OVA. I think it's only five episodes, and you look at it. And I think I don't think I bought it, <laughs> but I think I just saw it somehow. I don't know how because we're talking about like Suncoast days mm-hmm. of like DVDs and Blu-rays Fucking or whatever. Suncoast, Suncoast, exactly. And I love it. You think it's gonna be like some Icky Tozen kind of ripoff, whatever. Hate Icky <laughs> All right, it's garbage. But like, and then 
because like the first few episodes are they're nothing like you haven't seen before and like the animations like it has this budget of a sandwich it's so bad and they didn't get to the last two episodes and you're just like what the fuck happened <laughs> it just suddenly turns into this weird super dark super like torture porn yeah, and then nice. it leads on a cliffhanger and it like like sopranos don't stop oh, cut God. to black kind of uh, nice. cliffhanger and it's never been resolved and i'm so like, like the, what the, the fuck cliffhanger of panty and stocking that it's just basically a fuck you to everybody nice yeah, well, I consider that non-canon, but, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, dude, that's ugh, all these years later. Damn. Chat's bringing up Redo of the Healer. I fucking hate that one, too. I don't even know what the fuck you don't, guys are talking about. Don't I don't, fucking watch waste it. My, Good. I don't waste, I don't waste my time with anime that I, I'm like, does everybody else like this anime? Okay, I won't watch it now. It's better that you don't know about this one. Yeah, Good. Redo is pretty bad. There's some that I remember. There were some of those anime that came out on uh, Toonami that didn't make it very, like, Proxy. Ergo Proxy. Proxy Ergo Proxy. Paranoia Agent. There were some other ones, too. I like Beck, but I could see not everyone liking Beck because that's a really, like, totally slice-of-life anime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, music's, music's okay in it, but, like, it's kind of boring after a while. But, uh... No, I'm I'm very particular. I mean, like I said, I I watch the JoJo's, Cow Bebop, Girl Gone, all that shit. Like I I watch I watch the bangers. So <laughs> very picky with like what I spend my time on because like nowadays I'm just like, oh my hero, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I just I'm just like I don't have a very limited time. I have a very limited time to be able to even watch anime that I want to make sure that it's good anime that I'm watching. Mm -hmm. Well, season five just started too. Yeah, I know. I saw that double episode came that out. That needs to be decent. Yeah. Scotty Moe asks, what's a good anime to introduce a non-weeb to the side of anime? Cowboy Bebop is relatively normal, uh, in my opinion, if that gives you a baseline to work with. JoJo. No JoJo's, way. JoJo. If, you, if that person wants some crazy-ass shit from their anime, JoJo. If they want slice of life, not JoJo. So <laughs> to the weird side of anime, but they have to be a non-weeb? Like, are you trying to convert them to be a weeb? non-weeb to the weird side of anime so you're trying to you're trying to fucking get them to bite the pillow because you're going in dry that's the way that i'm understanding this <sighs> okay yeah <laughs> oh i have it actually in arm's length uh-oh i Go know the exact it. one pop team epic yeah that's <laughs> yeah. pretty good <laughs> <laughs> To get him in, Pop Team just, just, Epic's just pretty good. Just have them watch. You'd be like, "Why is the episode play twice?" And just sh sh shut the fuck up. Just watch. <laughs> shut up. You'd be like, "Where's the joke?" Exactly. That is the joke. <laughs> and they just watched him be confused. Yep. I I showed that. That's a good choice. I showed that to uh to Seth, and he was just like, "What the fuck am I watching?" I <laughs> love it. Oh, Cromarty High. Cromarty High School. Oh my yeah. god, that's a great fucking choice too. That's really good. Yu Yu Hakusho is good too. That one can get a little weird. Uh, high School Rumble. That was pretty gold. High School Rumble, yeah. Some high School are... the Dead. No, nobody. All right. All right. <laughs> so... yeah, no. Weird. That movie. That has got plot, and I, I gotta love it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Man, Gurren's not really weird, but it is great. It's just everyone fucking should, nuts. Everyone, everyone should mm -hmm. fucking watch Gurren, anyways. Yeah, it's just nuts. It's a love letter to Mecca. Yeah. Hell yeah. Eddie, what do you think? I mean, honestly, uh, I'm not too uh, 
I guess, familiar with some of these animes that you guys are mentioning right now, if it's something that you want like a slice of life right off the back, I'm going to say Golden Boy because it's short, it's sweet, <laughs> and it fucking, it just, I mean, it hooked me. Do I actually have it? Yeah, I do. Like Golden well, it's Boy perverted really, too. Yeah, That's why you like it. It just like really, that from the get-go, yeah. and I thank Zombie Hunter for that one because I would have not known. Old-ass DVD. Yeah, Jesus. I would have not known of Golden Boy, and I want to get the mangas, uh, so, yeah. Uh, the that, mangas that, go to... What do you mean? The mangas go really far, like the the OVAs or like the series, like what they get a little dirty. The, the the manga goes like really, really hard. Like yeah, it's almost unrecognizable to me. Oh, really? I stopped reading it at some point. I was like, this is the same series. You know, I, I was, finish it though. You know, I was surprised that goes on for a while because there's subsequent books thereafter. GTO, GTO has two other spinoffs on top of it. There's one where I think that. He he, hold like it do, does like some college work. All right, hold on, hold on. Yeah, like I'm trying to like because I'm currently watching GTO, so I don't want to get spoiled on anything either. GT, and... what I'm discussing is not going to be shown in the anime. Okay, cool. There's one where he does like college stuff or some nonsense, and then the one after that, he's in prison, and he does the GTO thing while he's in prison. Huh. huh. So, All right. Definitely, I everyone needs to go watch GTO. Because GTO is amazing. Ram the one half is good if you like Inuyasha. (laughs) I do not like Ram the one half. I am sorry, Beds. If I'm right, I just I've heard of Ram on one half. I I knew it back then, and I'm just recently finding out what that anime is actually about. And I'm like, yeah, what? (laughs) Yeah, there's a boy that anytime water on him turns into a girl. Yeah, it's the original Bowsette. Yeah, Bowsette. 30 years before <laughs> the OG Bowsette. So yeah, there's some recommendations for you guys. Yep. Uh, last question that we got from solid Yuna video games and depression. We know video games can bring us up or make us hate ourselves. Are there any games that you've played that helped out during your depression spot in your life? Which game made your depression worse? If any, I mean, I think we're all have are dealing with depression kind of like on an everyday basis. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's just gone away. So it's really like whatever we're feeling. But I guess he's asking, what's the comfort one? Like, what's your one that you love to go back she. to? The Harvest Moon. Harvest she. Moon. It, you said what? She. She. You said he. You said he. Solid. You know, a she. Oh, I thought we were still talking about Scotty. My bad. But anyway, I <laughs> Harvest Moon. Those games aren't hard. Like they're just. I don't I don't have to try. It's not like Doom Eternal where I'm like just like I got to be good <laughs> at this. So, you'll it'll be uh, all right. I'm VRB killing myself. Uh but no, Harvest Moon, a game that would make my depression worse. Anything David Cage made. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. I thought of this joke at two o'clock this afternoon, and I said I cannot forget. I don't care how high I get, I can't forget this joke. Like I, I, I'm so proud of myself for remembering it. Because I was at, I was at sitting in the car just fucking chuckling to myself when I thought of it. And I mean, I mean, I go back to the regulars like Mega Man X, those games like that, Monster Hunter now, like just stress relievers. Used to be WoW for a long time. You want you for my depression? I Kirby games as well, just happy go lucky games. So, for me, I look for games to get my aggression out. So, I'm usually going after fighting games that I am fairly proficient in. Uh, I'm going into games that 
you know, really Dark Souls has been therapeutic for me because it's almost like unlocking a puzzle. And when I am frustrated, when I, I, I actually love puzzle games. I, I love puzzle games because I get a high on figuring things out on my own. And so I'm really, I was really big on the whole zero escape fucking escape room games or the fucking, um, the nonary games. Cause it's like, it's, I, I love the idea of like unlocking the code and figuring shit out on my own. I think that shit is really fucking cool. And in a way it's like dark souls and fighting games also do that thing for me. So I like those games build me up. I like games that give me immediate, not necessarily immediate feedback, but give me like positive feedback on knowing that I'm doing the right thing. The inverse to that, uh, a game that really like pushed my depression where it's not necessarily, necess- it's not necessarily my depression, but it's almost like making me look back on like shittier times or like realizing that I myself and other people that I'm close to are dealing with serious mental issues is a game that I actually recommend everyone to fucking play. Everybody to fucking play. It is it it is a masterclass in talking about PTSD from the veterans perspective. It is so oh. fucking good. And it Wait, is what is this called again? Uh I, I spoke about it earlier and for, like now that someone else spoke, I I lost the fucking name. Um, yeah, good job, Corey. Th- thank you. It's it's not your fault. I'm I'm kidding. Uh, and I'll have the name for you in a moment. Like it's shitty that I don't remember at this time. But fucking let me look at my first person shooter type shit. It's a third person shooter. It's, it's god damn it. Why don't I remember the name right now? Because every Doom 2016. I got no, you. No, it's not Doom 2016. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. You're gonna have to come back to me. What was that? Uh, that PS2 game I told you about, Fugitive Hunter. It's that game, right? No, it's definitely <laughs> not. That game gave me PTSD. It's not talking about PTSD. What are you talking about? It's a shooter and your favorite genre, a fighting game. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't put that shit on me. I told you exactly what that game just was was just now, and that's exactly what it is. Negative. Negative Ghost Rider. All right. So while you're thinking about it, mm-hmm. I guess we can move on to either Haru or Eddie. Um, I had an answer. Uh, I had an answer for both of them. So one game that I do go if I want to have, that's also helped me, I guess, is one that I I don't even talk about often, whether it's in the Discord or even amongst my own friends that often, because it's just it's not even that it's a sleeper hit, but it's something that I equate to, like, old memories that I have that I just love is Deus Ex, like the original Deus Ex game, because... Okay. I was trans. I keep getting transported back to when I was playing it, like on an old ass PC, and I just remember like all the times, all the hours spent just exploring the idea of like being in that universe, and I'm yeah. calm. When I can play that game so many times, and I'm calm. I like I started a while back playing it on Twitch. I have to get back to it, but like the entire time I'm playing the game, I'm like oh let's just write this and like. There is there's a little bit of a skill that you have to develop when you're playing a game and talking at the same time, but for that game I played it so many fucking times where I could just literally Yeah not be asleep, but it's so calming to me because of what how what it means to me because that was a game gift gifted to me, I think on a floppy disk of my, my dad who got it for me either not a floppy disk or like a T D rather, 
it was a CD for my computer back then, which wasn't even that great, but it was good for games. Right. And I think I got it as a present, and it was just a really nice way to pass time after I did my homework, studied for my quiz or a test. It was probably I a just... simpler time for you, too. Like, you didn't have as like many cares in the world. Yeah. So a lot of those older games bring me back to, like, that time. Like, Harvest Moon, I remember just sitting in my bedroom floor. My mom would lay on my bed and watch me play Harvest Moon for hours on end. Like, it was just Deus a cool Ex, time. I follow the Deus Ex series, and I'm I'm sad that they've just not done with it because Square Enix did their thing with the Avengers game, which really paid off well, didn't it, for it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, I followed all, like, I went to the I played the Xbox port of the second game, Invisible War, and like Ugh. even though that even though that game is ass and rough, like I still don't hate it because I still have memories of just like exploring and going through just many hours and hours and like I follow the PS3 version of the game, even the random Wii U port that they had, and now I own all of them on my Steam account, and that's I'm just in a zone. I I, I that also helped that also kind of helped build the idea of like me getting into writing because I got so involved in the idea when I got the first game where, cause you can type your own like a uh, journal entry. So I would make like a fake log, <laughs> like day, whatever. And I got into like the mindset, like if I'm JC Dencent, but like, if I'm like, you're with your stuff. Yeah. Like making a diary entry. Like, I don't know. Like that was when Captain people Kirk, like Kirk stuff Kirk. like that or like deviant art and deviant art had freaking journals. That you would, I don't know if they still do that. Like, you could just make a journal entry or whatever. Like, it, it helped me get my things up. But um, the opposite of that, and it's not so much the game is bad. It's more so, again, the memory's tied to it where it's Undertale. And part of that game is tied intrinsically to the memory of my best friend who's no longer with us. Right. And it's because he didn't get the game. But he loved watching me play it because I took a chance on getting it for my PC. And then when he originally uh, came later to PS4 and Xbox One, I think. Because I don't think he came to Switch until like way later. No, no, it's now coming to Xbox One. Okay. And I associated myself with the personality of Sans. And he was taller than I was, so he was Papyrus. Uh-oh. So <laughs> whenever that comes into the game i still try to think about like he'd be sitting right next to me and be like like just uh what's what's the word um oh voicing it shooting the shooting the shooting the shit about so, just what we do our podcast <laughs> basically yeah but like i still think back to that and like there's a part at the end of the game like the end of the actual true game where it's like i don't know if i could get to that part of the game without having like a flashback or a breakdown or whatever because yeah. of just I'm still not over it. Mm, right. But again, it's not because the game's bad. The game's fantastic, but the game was also paramount of helping me get find like a new tightly knit community and just like Right. You're not alone. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well there you again, go. Great game, but that's my answer. Gotcha. I did find a name and it is called Spec Ups the Line. There uh, we go. Yeah, it, it's. I have the entire the story still like repeats in my head every now and then because I think about it a lot. It is so good. And I honestly encourage everyone to go out and play Spec Ops: The Line because the storyline is just so good in that game. It's goddamn. That's all I can say. Goddamn. It's like 
you get to a point, it's almost like a psychological thriller because it gets to a point where there is one event that takes place. The The premise is like you're in India, you're trying to track down a band of U.S. Special Forces. You are either Delta Force or the equivalent of Delta Force. And there comes a point in trying to track down these spec op guys or the special forces unit where your character makes a decision and that subverts the rest of the game in like the way that you're downloading the information, the way that you're processing the information. And that's really as far as I'm going to get to it, because in case there's somebody in the chat who has not played spec ops the line, I want them to experience that, that game for themselves. And on one hand, someone who is like disassociated with PTSD and what it does to people and how it can make people fucking hallucinate and bring them back to the bring them back to the fight. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the classic 10 yard stare or 100,000 yard stare yeah. that you see people go into. And it, it, it happens. I had a co-worker. Um, I've seen that happen to him. Yeah, it's it just be like that sometimes. This yeah, is. I think he went down to like help with Hurricane Katrina and stuff like mm-hmm. that, or the Houston floods. Yeah, and he said that mess that brought a lot of his PTSD back. Yeah, it's because he was a medic in the he was a medic. Yeah, it's it is a crazy story. It is a crazy good story. It's crazy how video games do that shit to us, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Kind of reminds me of the the plague video on MGS four uh, five. Yeah. Yeah. Um. For me, freaking, you know, ski-free, Minesweeper, back on the 3.1 Windows. Okay. <laughs> that always takes me back. <laughs> I was, I didn't want to make fun of him because, like, this is a serious <laughs> subject, but, like, no. I didn't fucking believe you, so. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's interesting that we bring this, that we brought this up because yesterday I was kind of having a little bit of a moment um, here at home with, like, the internet, like, kind of acting up and all that shit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, like, listening to music and drinking. Um, usually my feel good games, uh, which is the interesting part. I actually, I should start off with the, the games that kind of just put me in a funk now, which is one of the reasons why, and I've talked about this before, how I, it's hard for me to support Xbox anymore just because of the friends I had back then when I played like Gears of War and Halo with them. And now I could care less for those series. And it's unfortunate because it just puts me in a funk of a bad time that I what that I thought was a good time but reflecting back on it now is just like nope right that was not a good time so those would be the ones that like I I can't even like think about or touch or anything like that at this moment but yesterday I was here and I was like hang out my go-to usually was like Super Mario World like Super Mario World is the one that I always like I jump right. on it on the Super Nintendo it takes me back to as a kid like I'll I'll clear that game in one sitting whether on stream or not on stream like I can like if I get in the zone that's what I'm going to do so yesterday I'm playing it and I wasn't getting the that feeling of it. I wasn't getting that feeling of just like, like man, like this is, this is it wasn't me back taking to you a back. Time. Yeah, and so I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what do I feel like playing? So I fired up Super Ghost and Goblins. What? <laughs> and that motherfucker <laughs> put a smile on my face. Like oh, it just like really, really. Now like, you have Stockholm syndrome. So <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's generally one of those things, but I think it's just because it was such an accomplishment to go through oh, it too. Yeah, I you know it's what the I mean. Dark Souls effect, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it was one of those. You were was, playing the two D version. 
Dark Souls. Yeah, so I fired up I fired up that and I was like having the time of my life with it. So I guess I mean the easy answer is anything retro, but if I had to specify it, Super Mario World was usually the one, and now Super Ghost and Goblin apparently has a piece of my heart that I never knew. That's amazing. <laughs> that I never knew. It did. I don't think anyone's ever said that. Yeah. So. <laughs> like I fired up, the music kept going, and I was just like, "Yep, like this is it. Here we go." <laughs> Zombie Hunter says you've become a masochist like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would be my answer. That would be my answer to that. Right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. That wraps up questions. Haru. I would ask you what you're doing then later on this week. You're not but you know. Back. You know what you're doing. <laughs> thank you're you, Haru, for well, know, coming on to our I'll podcast. Editing. Yeah, thanks for having me. You might be yep. doing something else. <laughs> no. Might be. Uh, I mean, I might be writing the new chapter of my story because I usually take like a little bit of a break every time I'm done with it. I don't even think I post it in the server. I post it in my server. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't seen um, you post in, in that in a while. If, yeah, you like, if you like Pokemon stories, go follow Mr. Haru's uh, Soul yeah, of Steel. Yeah, why don't you plug, if, go, if wait, I can, plug it in the... Can you? Is it like a website you could plug in the chat yeah, and all that? Yeah, if I can have like a moment to at least like briefly sum it up. If the idea is that like I just took a brief idea like... So we know Pokemon games in general, unless they're the spinoffs, they don't usually dive real hard into the story. Right. And before any of the DLC dropped, I, I kind of had an idea where I was like, and again, this is this was like within two months of playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, where I just got back into all oh, the whole franchise again. I bought Pokemon Ranger. I'm yeah. And I have Pokemon Tournament. I'm probably gonna buy more games. Who knows what I'll become. Um. <laughs> I thought about the idea, like, if you're a person in that universe and you become champion, what the fuck do you do afterwards? Yeah. What's your life like afterwards? Mm -hmm. you, you, always, so you don't, I, it's like a movie where you get the happily ever after, but you don't see, like, like you know, two years down the road where they hate each other or something like that. Yeah. And so, like, I thought about, like, there's, like, some interconnected story with, like, some of the games where you might see some recurring characters. Um, but I also thought about, like, like... Because you are the stand-in for the character. Like if you're right. the male character, you're the stand-in for Victor, and if you're the if you're the stand-in for the female, you're standing for Gloria. Which is what the characters' names are. Victor and Gloria are the the default names of the male and female in Sword and Shield. Victory so and I Gloria. So I thought about like, what's up? Victory and Glory. Yep. The Victor, uh, Victor and Gloria. Yeah, that's but that's what they're but saying. Yeah, it's, is, it's based yeah. off of it. Yeah. And I thought about the like, he's like, okay, well. Maybe I can find some new because this is this takes place after the post the but the vanilla post game of the story which isn't that long right and he eventually finds it in himself to become a gym leader okay and what happens after that and I take I've been taking inspiration from both the manga of Pokemon in general which is a lot darker that I found yeah. out that I did not realize yeah I saw a Charmander cut at Ekans in half. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Giovanni like pulls a gun on people. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah, and the idea is that like he's trying to figure out. So he like goes to all of his friends, the gym leaders, Nessa in particular, and then eventually falls for Nessa. But then a big ass situation happens with Team Rocket, and I kind of pull in some fan service with like, all right, well, we need a lot of help. Let's get all the champions of the past. So we have like Cynthia, we have Red, Blue, Silver. I even brought Silver. Looker, who is one of the more popular characters from, I think, Johto and Onward. Okay. And I just have this scenario of, like, wants to be a gym leader, but some shit's going down. So it's 21 chapters. I constantly post it, like, three different versions of Wattpad, fanpage.net, and archive of our own. Let me just get 
the links, and okay. I will post the main one. That is the newest chapter. We don't need that. But keep in mind, it is content warning for some topics later on. <laughs> but again, it's like, you know, the manga in general. But right. also, I have my own creative freedom, but I ha it's been a passion project for over a year, and I am very proud of where I've been going with it. Awesome. So, so I guess I'll just post that in the Twitch. So there. I mean, I, we'll put some links to it in the descriptions of the podcast, so people that aren't here, they'll be able to find that stuff too. So Nice. Awesome. All right, who's next? Eddie, what are you doing? Um, I'm giving up Praying. on Golden Sun. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm giving up on Golden Sun, and the reason being is just not that I didn't like the game. It's just that the the way things went about it with the internet and I like, playing that game, there was a point in time while I was playing it that we got into heated debate of what's a good RPG and what's not a what's not considered a good RPG between like whether Final Fantasy VII is a great one, whether Chrono Trigger is the best one. And it kind of left a sour note, like like a sour taste in my mouth. Okay. So I kind of want to deviate from RPGs for a long time now, for a while, off of uh, off of stream. So with the internet just kind of like solidifying that too, I was just like, yeah, I think I'm I'm done with Golden Sun for the time being. Um, I'm gonna start doing. I'm really curious on this debate yeah. now that we're at the end of the podcast. Yeah, it just it just became like one of those things. Well, like you know, you said it, Chris. You said it. I think it was one of those things where like you had mentioned it before, where uh, certain games you think. So you're saying it's my no, no, fault? No no, 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 no. I'm saying you you mentioned last time how like uh, Secret of Mana was like one of those things, and you were like, oh, it's, mm. like, it's not Secret of Mana, but I think like Trials of Mana. But there was somewhere Trials of Mana. You were just like, it's like yes. a baby RPG or something like that, right? Maybe yeah. okay, RPG. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I get that. But that doesn't mean that like it should be knocked down for what it is or for what people like it. No, it's the same with I mean? Mario RPG. That's a super easy RPG, but I fucking love that. game. My favorite RP. One of my favorite RPGs is is Paper Mario, <laughs> and you're it's it's literally like child's play. Yeah. So um. So yeah, I'm giving up on that because of the, uh, that uh reason. I gotta go get my food too. It's outside of the delivery. Before they steal it again, right? No. <laughs> but, Your roommate. Uh, I know, right? But yeah, no. So I'm, I'm putting that on the back burner for now. And I'm going to start doing basically my Nintendo runs. It's I want to play the games that I grew up with but never beat. And three of them in particular. It's Batman. I remember that. Yeah, Batman on the NES. TMNT, the original one on the NES. And then um, Ninja, uh, Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Would be there the third it is, one. yeah. Yeah, so those would be the three that I'm going to be working on. Um, and other than that, like I've been mentioning the special project I've been wanting to go back to as well. So I'll be working on the playlist for that one. Cause it's, Oh, uh, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be working on the playlist for that one this week as well. And, um, that's pretty much it. Like I don't really have anything else going on. Just do that week. whole one album. You'll be all right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got, uh, going for this week. Uh, I, I, if the play Asia delivery comes in this week, then I'll have a couple of games, um, to add to my switch collection. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I don't really got anything else going on besides that. I did sign up for the, I guess locally here now they're actually accepting people to do the COVID vaccination, nice. which is the Pfizer one too. Um, I signed nice. up for that one, um, so I'm just waiting for an email. Um, so if that happens, then I got that going on. But yeah, pretty welcome mellow. to the club. Yeah, pretty. It's gonna mellow. be a cool club. <laughs> I go in on the thirtieth for the Moderna. Nice. I've got. Nice. I got that one. The in. first one. Yeah. I got that one uh, last week, and uh, a little nauseous, a little tired for a few hours afterwards, but uh, it wasn't too bad. The biggest concern, I believe, is the second shot is where they see more people like get sick for a little bit long longer, but uh, 
No, I'm ready for it. So yeah, tell me how that is when you get it, because we're getting the same one. Oh yeah, I'll, I mean I'm a week ahead of you, so I'll let you know. So okay. Yeah. All right, Chris, what are you doing? Fucking this week on streams is going to be lacking. Uh, I am in production mode for the second part of Guilty Gear. I am expecting to get that done at the end of this week, so we should see the Guilty Gear video come out sometime either Finally. at the end of this week or early next week. This is unfortunately part two. There is going to be a third part. God damn it. Yep, it's the script got I'm way too fucking tired of these goddamn cock teases from your channel. <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you, man. But it's going to be a good-ass time. And when Strive releases, I do plan on oh, releasing shit, all three parts in... Uh, no, not April, in June. Oh, I thought it was April. Because it got pushed back. Oh, it did, okay, so it June was 11th. April. So June, around June, June 11th, I am going to release all three parts in one video. So have all three separately and then have one big, 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 big one. Yep. Okay. One big, big one. Fuck so you. that'll work out. That'll be easy. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what I said. <laughs> if, uh, if I do end up streaming, it's going to be dark souls too. Gotcha. So I gotta go back to school. So that sucks, but, uh, we'll be doing, I don't know what we're doing on TMNT. We might do rocket league since we, uh, we didn't, we, I missed that last time. Definitely playing more monster hunter. Definitely playing more Pokemon and definitely playing story of seasons. I don't know. I, I would like to do a chill stream of that. If I get it before, because I'm doing Wednesday through uh, Sunday for streams now. If we get it before Wednesday, I'll stream it Wednesday night. So there we go. Sick. Other than that, I, I've i been building this fucking eight foot flower bed, this raised flower bed out of like one inch and two inch wood. And I'm fucking tired. It's, we can't, me and my wife can't lift it. We have to call our friends to come and help us lift it to move it into place. So Ooh. we learned to cut it in the next one. We'll cut in half in length so that we could carry them. So, <laughs> but uh, no, other than that, I'm just tired trying to make it through the life. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it for us. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Haru, again, thank you for joining us this week. Now, everyone, fuck off. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> Goodbye.